Bad snap. Bobble. Oh. Scoops oh. up. Here come the Spartans. Touchdown, MSU. From WDBM East Lansing, you're listening to the Green and White Report, a production from Impact Sports. This is your source for sports news, debates, and more for Michigan State, Detroit, and the rest of the sports world. Happy hangover, East Lansing. Ryan Collins, Trent Bally, Henry Menegos here with you on the Green and White Report on a beautiful Sunday morning. How are we doing today, Trent? I'm great. Uh, this is my absolute favorite weekend of the year, and it's not not really a hot take. I think everyone it's, loves yeah, this weekend. Yeah, it's not close. It's unbelievable. It, it's, it, uh, Collins, I think you mentioned back when we were talking about Super Bowl Sunday that March Madness is just better than the Super Bowl. Well, Super Bowl, I, I made this argument that the first weekend in the NFL is just better than the Super Bowl. Right, because there's more anticipation. Or like, and, the, se- or like the second week. I, the first week's all jacked up because you got the Thursday game and you got two Monday night games. I just... The second week when you got like 15 games on Sunday and like noon, you're like the red zone's bumping. Yeah, since like October, I love that, and that's and how that's how college basketball is this weekend for sure. And there were plenty of upsets, and we got tons to talk about. But I am fantastic. You're wearing a great shirt, by the way, for those who can't see, which is everyone who's listening. Uh, Ryan <laughs> Collins you. is wearing a Michigan is State that Student Section football shirt. 2018. Right? I think I mean, that was I my guess, freshman year. I guess this is a great shirt, but I, I appreciate the compliment. No, it is a great shirt. No, but what's it called? I, I feel like every uh, like five-minute intro to every radio show, you have to talk about the weather. And in East Lansing, it's perfect. And me and Trent were talking about this. I, don't, I actually want to get Hank in the mix here. Hey, do you look at the weather like ahead? Because every time, like, I'm like, oh, this is a really nice day. Someone will be like... Well, I mean, that's sweet. We're supposed to get snow. I'm like, yeah. what are you? Who's yeah. looking at the weather? Like, <laughs> no, I don't, yeah, I'm with you there. It's like, how do you even know that? Like, no, like if well, Collins <laughs> brought up a good point. Like, he looks if he, if he's gonna go golfing or something. He's well, checking yeah. the forecast. That's like yeah, literally the only time I will. If I'm going golfing, I'll be like, is it gonna rain? I do it in the right. summer all the time because I got to see what the UV index is. Why well, you, you laying out <laughs> big time? How much how much sunscreen to get on there? What's the yeah. SPF? I gotta, I gotta know. Which, I gotta ask. What's what's your what's your algorithm? You know, like what's what's the algorithm. perfect amount of of UV to, to time ratio? You know, what I'm asking. If, right? if UV is above five, I'm out there. What's it? Do you got the tanning oil? What's yes. the SPF? The SPF is eight. Okay. So like, not, I'm not a psycho. It's not like four, but it's definitely it's not like that's pretty low, right? SPF yeah. at eight, eight is or super sometimes low. fifteen. If You're I'm in Florida, it's like fifteen. Guy. I have no idea what the UV. What you guys are even talking about? Well, but. you know, the UV index is a scale of zero to ten. I, on how I, strong. I, under, I understand <laughs> that, but I'm just saying I don't. I'm whatever. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Yeah, perfect weekend college basketball, wall to wall. I mean, gr- crazy two days. Yeah. A lot of really good games. I mean, last night, Texas chokes on applesauce and loses to a- Abilene Christian. Shot to Smart. Not good, dude. Not good. Yeah. Got to beat Abilene Christian. I'm a Shaka guy, too. I love Shaka. I-, I don't know if I love him anymore. I, I know dude, that sounds really crazy. harsh. Dude, but- he- he's terrible in the tournament. Yeah. Like, he's just not good in the tournament. You know who else is? Matt Painter. Okay. We we got a lot to talk about <laughs> later, and we got a lot of Michigan State to talk about because Michigan State's basketball season is over. Yeah. And that was a tough watch on Thursday night at what is it? When you when you go to bed at like one thirty, you're like, oh, I just watched that whole game to get my heart ripped out of my chest. Yeah. That was that you know what? I I, I I'm gonna get some backlash for this. I was a little relieved when they lost. Well, I think everyone was. A little was. relieved. What are you guys talking about? Well, no, no, you no. Let me, let me explain. Let me explain. You weren't relieved. You're, I'm no, no, still mad no, about it. No, of course, it. you're mad, but it's it's this team was just roller coaster all year. Like, you never know what you're going to get, clearly. Even for, a, even for a 10-minute stretch in the tournament when it's like your season's on the line, they just 
decide to roll over. And yeah. it's like I, I, I don't want to be put through this anymore if they're not <laughs> gonna win a turn they're not gonna win the tournament. So I like a team like, you know, two years ago or last year with Cassius and X, it's like that's a team that, you know, they'll have the their lulls, but you're like, they can win the whole yeah, thing. It's a down this team stretch. wasn't that case. You know, they made the tournament, which I, I'm proud of them for doing because we sat here a month and a half ago, Collins, and ripped this team to shreds for losing to Iowa by 30 and losing to Minnesota by 30 and losing to, you know, Purdue twice in, in devastating fashion. It's just this team accomplished. I'm not going to say they met expectations because no, they, definitely they definitely did not. Failed. They failed expectations. And, 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 and I, again, maybe a big reason for that was that they were up to four in the AP poll early in the season. Yeah. And that might have been wrong, but it was it just... It was wrong because Duke wasn't any good. So, I, I mean, do you want to jump into it right now? Yeah, let's, let's just, just jump do in, it. Yeah, let's just jump into it. Michigan State loses the UCLA 86 to 80 in overtime. Um, on a, before we, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, because we did we did the show before Selection Sunday, um, how scared with you were you during selection Sunday? Because after I saw Utah State get that 11 seed, I straight up was just like, Michigan State's not in the tournament. I was like, I, they, I'm like, they missed the tournament. Of course you have that moment where you're like nervous. But, I mean, thinking about it logically, I remember going on Twitter. I'm and, not and, logical, and, and, <laughs> No, neither am I. That's what I'm I, saying. I, li- I was like, what is occurring here? Oh, my course, God. Of course there was that moment of pure fear. Oh, because. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, Sa- I the committee's Syracuse. stupid. They make yeah. they make mistakes like this all the time. And you're right. What that that's the kicker though. When I saw Syracuse was in straight up, I was like, uh oh. Graham Couch yeah. had a great tweet. He was like, if Syracuse is in and they're not a plan, everyone's in. Everyone everyone made it except you know Louisville. That's yeah. it. That's really the only team that I was hate Syracuse. But, oh no, me God. too, dude. And and they, I mean, they're Syracuse. Oh, they don't try during a regular season, and they get to the postseason. I'm like, this team's might cut down the nets. Yeah, like this is ridiculous. But yeah, Michigan State barely made the tournament. They have the playing game. I mean, say what you want. I mean, they probably didn't deserve to be in the playing game, but at the same time, you're 15 and 12. You've gotten hammered by a bunch of teams. You, yeah. If you're in the playing game, just deal with it. Um, Michigan State gave the way gave the game away because I mean, you look at this game at half. I mean, what were they up 11 at half? And I think they were up 15 at one point in the first half because they couldn't miss. I mean, it was the best their offense, I think, collectively looked. All year. All year. Except maybe against Michigan when Rocket was doing his thing. Yes, but like as a, they moved the ball really well. They were getting a lot of open looks, and they were hitting shots. So, yeah. I mean, it, for the first 20 like 20 minutes, you're like, oh, I'm like, oh, my God, who is this team? Like, this team could play, like, could play for a couple more rounds. But, and then, I mean, I, I, I mean the thing that, like, Immediately out of the gate in the second half, they weren't ready to play, yep. and that w- that is a common thing that happened this year to this Michigan State team. I mean, they're up eleven at, at the under sixteen. I think it's a two point game. Like you just can't have like it, that coming out of the break. And yep. I think a lot of that attention was because of the Gabe Brown Tom Izzo blow up. Like I'm not going to do a whole thing or yeah. something. Is, was he wrong or was he right? That's just Tom Izzo. Yeah, That's and everyone really- needs to get over it. I'll do it. I well, hate the national media. Making a big deal out of this well, because they just it's don't like watch Michigan that's, that's State what I'm basketball. saying. They, they clearly don't watch the team until it's tournament time, and then they feel like they just are entitled to oh, you know, point the finger. And, and again, I think there's a little bit of a vendetta well, against Michigan I mean, State for other reasons, but that's I don't know about that. But I, I, I mean, it was a blow up, and it was probably one of the bigger blow ups of the year. But that's I mean, it's mis- that's just time. It's Izzo. fine. People were calling it a physical altercation. 
Why? Because he grabbed his jersey. That, that, I, I mean, does that make it fit? Like, I hate, I hate the headlines that were coming out about well, that. I do. Th- I, I mean, say what you want. I at that time of the game, I don't think they needed that. To be quite honest, you're up eleven. Like, yeah. why? Why? I mean, I, I think it was Sam Vinci from the Athletic who said MSU's up eleven at half, and no one's having fun. Like, yeah. no one's having fun because yeah, and. That was the case. I mean, well, that was a big breakdown in the half. No, it's big, a, de- big defensive it, breakdown. Yeah, and, and, and what's it? I, I can't even say this. Hawkes Jr. had twenty. Jaime Hawkes. Jaime Hawkes Jr. had a. I mean, he was incredible. Twenty-seven points. He. I mean, he cooked Malik Hall. He was cooking Aaron Henry, and then Johnny Juzang, the Kentucky transfer, took over the game at the end of the game, especially in overtime. Yeah. Whoever he had on him, he was throwing low post back down two points and then he gets rolled up he actually played last night against BYU when they won um Aaron Henry has 16 7 and 5 Josh Lanford I thought really played well and had a lot of he big, did made a lot of big shots on the stretch that you're like okay they're gonna win this game because Lanford made some really and then he scored like eight points in a row at one point he had a quick like, little flurry by himself yeah, yeah. And, and, and made some tough contested mid-range you're like okay that's and great. the layup too in the final minute of overtime yeah, yeah. Like, rushing down the court puts you down three uh, I just, it's just, I, I they lose because they don't close on a free throw shooter, and it was Aaron Henry's fault. It was clearly Aaron Henry's fault. Um, whatever. It's a, it was th- this game. You also fall on a, a horrible foul by Marcus Bingham. Terrible because he just go. You have to know the situation, and I'm not going to act like I like should be a coach in the NCAA because clearly I'd be a mess. But in that situation, it's very simple to me. You just you you do not let him even attempt the shot. Now, now I know it's different this this season in particular because they're they're really cracking down on flagrants and stuff like that. But dude. This hammer. You're you're a, you're like seven inches taller than him. Just just. Well, I everyone's like, I, I, this is just goes in college basketball. Everyone's like brain is broken because it's like, oh, I went straight up. They said like they have to like, jumping into a guy and right. having your arm yeah. straight up. Yeah, is that's going the thing. Straight up. That's not going straight up. So you either whatever. don't jump, or yeah, or you just you just hack him yeah. and you send him to the line because he had just missed a free throw. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, they blow the game. Whatever. Um. It was I, a microcosm of the whole season. I, I, the, the one takeaway I have from the game, and the one thing I thought Tom Izzo did completely wrong, was the last shot of the, in regulation. I don't know why you call that timeout if the game plan is, hey, let's let Aaron Henry just go get a bucket, which I'm fine with. Yeah. I'm fine with that's the game plan. You don't need to burn a timeout. Nope. You don't need to have UCLA. Let them set up. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't get that. Why would you do that? It's so stupid to me. Well, that's why I don't know. I mean, I didn't hear what Tom had to say about the last play, but maybe that wasn't the last play. Maybe Aaron Henry didn't no, want to, uh, that, the pressure that, of shooting free throws or something late in the game and just kind of faded away. Well, that, I, I, I didn't get that either. He shot with like five seconds left, six seconds left. Yeah. They just down the stretch, they just weren't sharp enough to win that game. They didn't deserve to win that game. I thought they were the better team for 38 minutes, but down the stretch, I mean, they just they don't have a closer. And people did, could get mad at Roger Watts taking a wide open three. Whatever. I actually, I was I, mad at that. I didn't mind it. I was mad at it during the time. But at the, if you really looked at it, he hits that three. The game's over. And, and, and what if I? What has everyone been complaining about Rocket this whole year that he is not confident in his offense and That's he's true. Not, not looking for anything? I'd be a hypocrite to say I'd get mad at that. So I wasn't mad at that either. So I, I, I just on that last possession, I, I would disagree with that. If you're gonna call a timeout, go, try and get a set. For Henry yeah. to get to the block, at least. And you or, know what? If, or, if that's yeah. the play, though, 
Collins, like if that's the play, if it's if it's to take a mid range jumper, which is what they did, have Langford shoot it. Yeah, not Henry. No, yeah, have that little curl action. Yes, and then you, and you have Bing, Bingham. By the way, Marcus Bingham played fantastic till the last and, minute. Yes, and they're gonna have to figure out a way to get him on the floor for a lot longer next year. He's gonna be very good next year. I think it, he's out of in shape because it was clear that he was just winded and Gassed. he couldn't. Yeah, and he couldn't play. It, he he took over in the middle of that second half, and then they couldn't play in the next four minutes, and it was obvious repercussions for that. Because, but did that whole team look gassed to you a little bit in that second half? Yeah. To, to me, they all looked In overtime just, specifically, yeah, they, they, were, they yeah. were just flat. Which is weird. Like, it, it is weird. You would never expect that, you know? Yeah, I mean, they that was like one of the weirdest Michigan State games I've seen in a while because that style of play is, especially for this Michigan State team, when you see that UCLA like on the schedule, you're like, oh, this is going to be a rock fight. Yep. Like, it, it's going to be like a 60 to like 58 game, like Mitron, tough bass. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was just like, not bad. It was actually a really good game to watch. It was a really good game if you're a outside viewer, not a Michigan State fan. But I, I mean, they just didn't. This was the microcosm of their whole season. There was a lot of like potential, and they just didn't live up to it. And it, it, it just is for this. They made the tournament, like whatever. They keep the streak alive, whatever. But they met, they. I want the one takeaway as we get into like just the takeaways of the season is, I mean Aaron Henry, does I mean could go down as maybe one of the most underrated Michigan State players of all time just based on and underappreciated. F- yes, because I, I as we go, go forward, we're going to talk about the departures that are coming for this Michigan State team, like Aaron Henry, Josh Langford, and maybe some possible transfers. I, I I'm very interested to see what happens in the front court because it's a little bit crowded there. And I'm also interested to see what happens in the backcourt because, I mean, they got three recruits coming in that all seem to be ready to play. Yep. So I'm very interested to see what happens in this offseason. But first, I want to start with Aaron Henry. Guy goes to a Final Four and probably was the third best player on that Final Four team. Was awesome. At that point in the season, yeah. Yes, he was awesome in the tournament. That LSU game, he was unguardable. People forget that. And then his sophomore year... Head scratching. What that whole team was head scratching for about two months of the year. Turns it on in late March, and you're like, "This is the best defender in the country." Basically, not in the country, but best win defender in the Big Ten, probably. Mm-hmm. At the end of last year, he was just that dominant. And then COVID happens, and that Michigan State team never gets a track at the tournament. And then this year, single handedly puts the team on his back after that Purdue game to get them in the tournament. Yep. So he, if you really look at it, like. I'm not going to compare him to like Drew Neitzel or something like that, but that's like Drew Neitzel kind of did stuff like that. Drew Neitzel, like, it w- he was obviously a better and has more numbers and was here for four years, but like, he's kind of in that class. Like, if you look at Drew Neitzel, those are less talented teams that he was able to prop up to get them to like five seeds. And then they would win a game in the tournament or lo- and then lose to like a UNC, like every the two years that Drew Neitzel was like his team. Aaron Henry, they had no point guard play, and for a lot of the year they had no center play. So it, for him to do what he did this year, I mean, he made himself in a first round pick. So I, I, I just, I, I'm very shocked to say that because preseason, me and Trent, when I saw Aaron Henry first team all bid ten like preseason, I was like, okay, no, like he's a nice player, but like offensively, he 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 just doesn't. He he goes in spaces where he just disappears, and this year he didn't disappear at all. He was fantastic down the stretch. We all know that. And you know what? He's a first-round pick. For, for that reason, you know, I, I it was, people say what you want. 
I'm I'm fine with the way he went out and things happened. Like I'm not. Yeah, the, it's you, disappointing. You, but are you really gonna get on the guy for yeah. like for for trying you can't, to you like you, for you, trying to be the hero because he was the hero all year? Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand why. Like what's the you can't you can't blame Henry at all. Not at all. Like literally at all. And same with Langford. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and talking about Langford now, he's had he's gonna have a weird legacy. But looking at like. The departures and what you see next year. I, I'm trying to think. Like you got Aikens, Brooks, and Christie coming in, who are all, all pretty highly touted. It sounds like probably Aikens, when you look at it, is the guy who's going to get an opportunity to play the most early. Christie too, because obviously he's a five star. But yeah. Aikens' point guard position is pretty up for grabs. Is, is there any question about Aikens next year, or is that pretty much locked in? No, he signed. I think yeah, he's he's locked. It's the well, I know there was the whole Imani right. Aikens, that's the question right. is the Imani part. Yeah. Well, okay. Imani's not coming here. I, I'm like so yeah. sick of that. Like he's clearly not coming here, which is fine. Like, yeah. Trent, I, I, I don't know if Trent's buying in. I, Trent had a look on his face nah, like he didn't, I, he didn't agree. I just don't want to believe that. But <laughs> I, you know, it's pretty obvious that he committed the he decided to commit to Michigan State to help his father's like academy, like the thing that they're doing, so so he can announce that. And get publicity to that. I mean, it, whatever, dude. I mean, that's a smart move. If you ask me, but it's. I don't think he's coming here. So I mean, Aikens will have an opportunity to play immediately. Brooks seems like an Izzo guy. I mean, not he's pretty highly touted, but not like nationally highly touted in-state guy. Brooks just seems like an Izzo guy, and then Christie more highly touted from Illinois. I mean, you'll see he's really slight. He he needs to put on some weight, noticeable weight, before I can see him being a really really effective player in the Big Ten. But yeah, Laneford's gone, um, Henry's gone, and if you look at this roster, someone's in a transfer. I yeah. re- I truly believe that. And, and Thomas Kithier didn't play a minute. What the last three games? Maybe no. Yeah, he, he played I, there. He played during the Maryland game. But I like. I think he might transfer. Even I, though, if you look at it, it's like okay, the seniors next year are going to be Gabe Brown, Joey Hauser, Marcus Bingham. So those guys are not like, going anywhere. Those guys are going to stick around. Yeah, I, and. and Oh, and Malik Hall. Ha- Malik Hall's going to be a senior too. Yeah. No, no, he's not. Malik Hall's a junior. Well, everyone has their oh, eligibility. Right. So I, I, so, know what I mean? There's, yeah. they, Michigan State has so many guys. They played 12 guys all year. Me and Trent were like, can we not do this? And in and, and the front line, you got Maddie Sizoko, Marcus Bingham, Thomas Kithier, Joey Hauser, Julius Marble, Julius Marble, Malik Hall. Malik Hall. Like, that's just too many guys. Like, yep. I, 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 and I said it last year. I would be shocked if no one transferred. And I was shocked no one transferred after last year. And that might be a credit to Tom Izzo and all these people being bought in. But, like, it's just so crowded. I, one of these guys was going to want to leave and get more playing time somewhere. And I think that's going to be Kithier. I'm, but I'm not going to speculate on that. I'm just, I, and I haven't heard anything like that. I'm just assuming so. But, I mean, over, I mean, overall takeaway from this team, Trent, is that they're just the most frustrating team ever, right? Yeah. That has to be. Because... And and again, we've I talked know, about I, this. I also have a take after this that this is not Izzo's worst team, but continue. Well, it's this team beat the best teams in the nation and fell to some teams it shouldn't have. And I know that just sounds like the most you know surface level analysis ever. But if you were along for the ride, it was frustrating as hell to watch this team all year. So yes, you put it perfectly. Most frustrating team that I've ever watched 
that I've ever rooted for because there was potential to be good. When I'm watching the 2013 Pistons, they're not going anywhere, so I can't what get to reference. a reference. What, well, what are you, like, I'm the just, Josh Smith Pistons? I'm just yeah, I'm just bringing I'm using that as an example. Like this this Michigan State team was the most frustrating team that I've ever rooted for because the potential is so clearly and obviously there and the proof is in the pudding when they get to those top 5 teams, but then they'll just crumble and 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 do things like they did against UCLA and roll over when it matters. Um, Trent, can you tell the people about the time that you put a hole in your wall for a 2013 Pistons game? Oh yeah, Josh Smith, uh, the Pistons. I think the Pistons had about three wins at the time, <laughs> mid December. I remember because our Christmas tree was up, and and Josh Smith did his thing, and yeah, it was late in the game against the Celtics, and I hated the Celtics. I still Die do. Hard. And you know. Pistons Dial. lose the game. I could probably go back and find exactly what game it is and give you some like box score. Okay. That'd be that'd I be pretty fun. That. But then Maybe I I, I went upstairs. I'm in my Pistons jersey, my custom Pistons jersey that says my last name on it. Oh my god! And and I just I kind of just I I kicked my closet door and there was a huge hole in it. That's tough. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hank. Basically, yeah. Well, I yeah. can't believe you remember that. I yeah. I steel trap up here. Um, but just like. Overall takeaway for me, this uh, and why I say this is not Izzo's worst team because I truly think this team, without that COVID break, yeah, and in normal circumstances, this team's a lot better. Like they're not going to lose to like Iowa by thirty at yeah, home. like they're at least a seven eight seed. No, yeah, and the COVID break really hurt them because they were ranked in that Purdue game and they lose that Purdue game and then it's like. Okay, you haven't played in practice in like 20 days. Let's go play Rutgers and Ohio State right off the bat. And you get hammered. Yep. And then you're immediately like, oh, look at our schedule coming down the stretch. We're not making the turn. You know what I mean? It was just like, it was yeah. a really weird kind of like, oh, this team's going to be like a five seed or whatever. Like they're, they're Michigan State. And they, I think they hammered Rutgers the week before. And then they play Purdue. They blow a huge lead, 18 points in the second half. And then after that, it's just like 20 days. You lose two games really quickly. You're like, oh. They're not making the. T- it was really. It was just a weird kind of. I mean, I don't. Need, I don't even know how to describe it. I just. I feel like in a regular year, this team's probably not this close to being on the bubble. I yeah, just, and and look, we're not. I, I, we're not. Might, that might sound stupid, but I just truly believe. No, it that. doesn't sound stupid at all. And I think anyone who's who actually understands basketball and how the how the committee works and all this stuff would agree with you. Yeah, I'm not. We're not sitting here saying they should have been or would have been like a two or a three no, seed. No, they weren't going to do anything. No, they. But they. You know what? If if the COVID break doesn't happen, yeah, sure. They they probably go unranked the next week because they lost to Purdue. But yeah. then I think they they stay ranked. You know, a week later they get back in the top. You know, twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I think they hover there all year and they get a five seed in the tournament. Yeah, I I don't know about five seed, but I just. I, they have a better season, I think, obviously, without all the COVID issues. And I think a lot of people have a lot of better seasons. You can look at Louisville, who I think had like two COVID stoppages that basically cost them a tournament chance. St. Louis is like the same way, too. Um, last thing, I mean, main downfall this season, was it point guard play? Was it the big men? Um, I think it's pretty obvious it was point guard Point play. guard has to be. Because even, even, you know, against UCLA, there just were times where there was no fluent run of the offense. And Collins, you're right, for the first half, they moved moved the ball very well and it didn't matter. But then when it tightens up and you need someone to take the ball down the floor and run the offense in the half court, wasn't there. And they they experimented. And I'll give, this is where I will give Tom Izzo credit. Like, instead of 
just throwing because losing Foster Lawyer was that Foster Lawyer was actually a pretty well he got a lot big of deal in terms of minutes. Yes, he got so a lot of minutes. I this is where I give time as a credit without him though. is not throwing AJ Hogard into the fire and saying, "Hey, go play point guard for thirty minutes" because he's a freshman and he just knows that that's not going to give him the best chance to win. Yeah. So this is where I, this is where I do give Tom Izzo credit is you know having Langford run point, having Rocket run point, even though he's not super comfortable there yeah. because it worked and spurts. Well, here I want to just argue the other side. You know, for the sake of argument, we kind of already mentioned you know the the big man or the front court, but I just think that that rotation and the lack of rhythm was. Detrimental well, all season. Well, Joey Hauser came in here and people expected him to be like a third team All American. Like they they expected big things because if you watched him at Marquette, he was a very good player. And he kind of was to start the season to, to the first you know six or well, so you games. Saw, you saw him, you're like, oh, I you can see it. He's his shots not falling, but like you can see everything else. Yeah. And and then it was pretty clear right off the bat that like Michigan State was misusing him, especially offensively. I think they kind of figured it out down the stretch how to use him a little bit better offensively. But he was supposed to be a major piece, and so was Rocket. Those were two expectations. You're like, these are two guys that are going to be your best offensive players. And, yep. they, and it turned out that Aaron Henry just turned into a different human and became a better player. But, like, that Hauser was supposed to be a huge piece, and he wasn't. So I, And so was Rocket. So it, going into next year, I, I don't know where you go from here with those two players. I really don't. And, and like I, I, I don't. I'm not saying that they can't bounce back. I'm just saying there was high, very high expectations for both those players. It's just kind of hard to get, like see yourself in the same program after a year where you expect to be like the guy, and you're just not. Like I don't know how you recover from that because I mean that's just damaging to the ego. And you know what? I, I think Joey Hauser sitting out for a year built him up even more in terms of the expectations. Yes. People were like, "Oh, he's had a year on the scout team." And you know that it's just the anticipation. It built and built and built. It's like when a new movie's coming out, and you see the first trailer like a year before it comes out, and then yeah. you just wait and wait and wait for it. And then when it's not that good, you're you're pretty upset because it just wasn't that good and didn't live up to expectations. I'm not saying Joey Hauser didn't live up to expectations because he didn't, though. well, he didn't. the expectations were a little unrealistic, and I think that's, that's what that might be fair. That's what we're talking I, about. I mean, even if they're unrealistic, he was like a shell of what they thought they were getting. One thousand percent. Yeah, and, and Rocket, I, I mean, they messed it up. I think early season, you saw, I, especially that dude game. You're, oh, this is Rocket. He's gonna shoot like twenty five times. He's a volume shooter. He can get to the rim. After that dude game, I didn't see him play like that like once until the Michigan game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and that's who Rocket. He's not a point guard. He's a rhythm scorer, and it kind of sucks because you're like, who's the perfect guy to play out like? Who's a point guard you could play off route? It's Cassius. Like yeah. that was it was just such a like late season you're like this is such a perfect fit because Cassius and you're just high pick and roll with Tillman on the other side. He doesn't have anything. You just throw it the rocket ISO one on one on the left side of the like key and and not, but I'm not gonna like do that. But what could have been? Yeah, <sighs> I hate that. I hate it so much. Even if they get the chance last year, man, they were rolling. But whatever. I know. I I mean whatever. It just sucks now because UCLA is probably gonna go to Sweet Sixteen. Is yeah, there, looking at the bracket, yes. Yeah, and, Do we want to roll into the national stuff now? Yeah, let's talk about the bracket. I mean, oh, I mean, I'm not gonna say the Big Ten are frauds, but two bid boys, Ohio State, Purdue, stunned first day of the tournament. 
Were you shocked? I, I mean, which I was one? Sh- which one shocked you more? I was more shocked by Purdue, to be honest. I was too. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Which there. is which is actually crazy because there's only been nine 15 seeds that have beaten a two. Dude, but Oral Roberts shot 38 percent and beat a two seed. Here's the thing, Collins. You know, and, and and I think we talked about this weeks ago. Ohio State just blows big leads, and they they're, just they, not, that they're not cohesive from well, start to finish. They, they can't finish games. They stumbled down the stretch so bad. And and people just swept it on the rug. They're like, oh, you know, because because then they did end up making a run in the Big Ten tournament. They go yeah. to the final and lose to Illinois, the number three overall seed. Yeah. So, but even then, they they can't close the the close games. You know what I'm saying? At yes. the end of the game, Washington yeah. fades away, and he did it all season. He's a great player, dude. Watching like watching minutes. him melt down was it was hard to watch. Like I don't know if he, he melts. Yes, down. he did. He, I mean, he missed clutch free throws. He definitely disappears. He, he, definitely he, disappears. he missed clutch free throws. He missed the game winner at the end of regulation. He missed the game winner at the end of overtime. And it was just, why weren't they feeding Liddell? I was well, baffled. Well, like, like, yeah, Liddell when, wasn't great though. To be honest, on the but stretch. the thing, not not great. You're right. But the thing with these mid majors is like the first round. It, in some ways, it's the toughest round because these guys have nothing to lose. They just come out and fire, and that's well, why I'm Roberts like Roberts shouldn't have been a 15. I don't think. Well, maybe not. Yeah, but I, I didn't. Ohio State's got to win that game, obviously. No, no like, for sure. I, I just what I was trying to say is with these mid majors, when you have a player like Liddell or or in Purdue's case, Travion Williams, you play through them because they are bigger and stronger than anyone on the other team. I understand when you get to the later rounds, the Elite Eight, Final Four, teams have stuff to throw at you and match up there. The mid-majors don't have those Hulk dudes. like They just don't. So I it, it was baffling to me that Ohio State was settling for Justin Aaron's fadeaway threes and, and Dwayne Washington forced just floaters, basically, not even looking for contact, even like no chance to get to the, to the, to the line. As opposed to just posting up Liddell, Liddell was the best player on the floor. Yeah. I mean, I at the, I mean, I didn't believe in this Ohio State team at all because I just didn't think they had good enough guard play. Like when the going gets you, tough, you did, but you've been saying that for a while. You just when the going gets tough, you just need a guy like Cassius, or you need a guy even like Mike Smith from Michigan. I, I believe can do this. Fair, it's like, yeah. Settle it down, maybe hit a jump shot, feed it in the big man when they need the ball instead of just like okay, I'm going to take this crazy shot transition. Not so, know what I mean? Like yep. you, just need everyone to settle up the troops when it gets tough. And, and I never thought Ohio State had that. I was stunned by Purdue, though. Because the way Purdue played kind of the last back half of the season and how unguardable Travion Williams truly is, I thought just against a mid-major, they would be, it would be fine. Because they'd say, okay, we're going to throw the ball in the tray 30 times. We're in Indianapolis. We basically have a home game at Lucas Oil. We're playing in the same arena we played last week. I, I figured, like, okay. They're used to that. They'll be ready to go. They weren't. They just truly weren't. And that's all I'm at, Painter. Yeah. Painter, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say, I mean, Painter owns Indiana. Like, he owns Indiana. I don't. I think they've won, like, what, seven straight games against yeah. Indiana, which is a big deal for Purdue. He owns Michigan State to a degree. Yeah. I mean, at Matt, I mean Michigan State can't win a Mackey pointed case against UCLA. But, yeah. um, I, like, other than that, like, I mean, you win a Big Ten every like three to four years, which is good. I mean, they're they're a really good regional program, but if you're a Purdue fan, and I have a couple buddies who are Purdue fans, Me too. You, you have to be wanting more. Yep. Like I like you're fine, you beat Indiana. Like, can we at least go to Sweet Sixteen? Yeah, it's it's the team? classic Jim Harbaugh syndrome of like, yeah, they like their coach. No, no, it's not but like, if you told them when you hire him, 
Like well, Matt I mean, Painter, if you Purdue's told never, been, I mean, Purdue, Gene Cady didn't go to a Final Four, and he's a like Purdue's like icon. Know what I mean? Yeah, and that's fair. But when they when they decided to move on, they were trying to take the next step, and Matt Painter was like the. Well, they, that's not what they. I mean, it's just at this point, like Purdue has enough talent that like make runs in the tournament. It's yeah. just if I was a Purdue fan, I'd rip my hair out. I don't. You can't I, lose in the first round. I just don't know how yeah. how you would do it anymore. Like, yeah, you should have zero confidence going into the tournament. You're like, oh, cool, we won the Big Ten, beat Indiana, our season's over. Doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I don't, I just, I mean, I think they're going to be really good next year. Like, really, really, really good. Is Travion a junior? I don't know if he's in the door of the draft. He's a junior. I think he might leave, though. If he doesn't leave, they'll be awesome next year. Because they're really, really young, and they, they'll have... More experienced guards at that point, and I think Ivy's a pro player, like a pro prospect. That Looks really, very good. He's I he could be really really good for Purdue in the next couple of years, and I could see him more as a pro prospect, not this year, but next year. But I I just I don't know where you go from Purdue. But I mean, what do you think is the biggest storyline the first two days? Is it the Big Ten underachieving those two Big Ten teams underachieving, or is it more yeah more of a national spin? I. <laughs> See for me, the two biggest upsets in my opinion were those two. Maybe yes. maybe, maybe Texas losing instead Texas of Purdue. Is a big one, man. That's Texas yeah. losing to Abilene Christian. Ohio beats Virginia. Well, Virginia didn't really get the yeah, practice well, all week, and that Ohio's wasn't. pretty uh, like pretty solid team. I think a lot of people saw that coming. The the Ohio shout out the Mac return of the Mac. Yeah, action. Uh, Ohio, there were there was a lot of smoke with Ohio. Yeah. People, a lot of people were kind of not yeah. not picking them, but just making the case for them, yeah. as opposed to like a team like North Texas got no love, and then they yeah. just come out and stun Purdue. It, with Ohio and Virginia, it was at least like there was talk of that yeah. happening, and it's just another classic Tony Bennett. And again, Tony Bennett won the national championship two years ago. I don't care. Still don't trust him. I don't think he's great in March. I, I mean, they won a national title. I'm not. Like, no, that's yes, so weird that every, they're the. They're the defending champs. Yeah. I mean, that's so yeah, weird. That's weird. That's stupid. Why? Like, Kinda. yeah, it's stupid. When was the last time the defending champs lost in the first round? Probably, I don't know. There's probably a stat for that. But what? what oh, getting back to what do you think the biggest storyline was from the first? I would, days? I would say the Big Ten underachieving because you know, yeah. I, obviously, you have your two, you know, Ohio State and Purdue, but then also Michigan State. That was a big storyline from the first four matchup, crumbling, melting down in OT. Yeah. By the way, all the first four games were fantastic. By the Every way, game was dude, decided by less than six. The points. Drake game. If anyone who had Drake minus three and a half, what was that? What was that Drake? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, there were a lot of bad, not bad beats, but just like I don't, I just I, I didn't know what Drake was doing there. I'm like, okay, we're up four with like a, a minute left, and we just like made some free throws. No, nope. yeah. they they missed all their free throws. They played good defense, and then Wichita just comes and hits a thirty footer with like five seconds and just rip my heart out of my yeah. chest. So that was great, that, and that, that was when I knew it was not going to be a good night for me that uh, on the first four <laughs> the, after. The- after Drake blew that cover, but uh, there was surprising juice for the first four. Maybe that's just because MSU was in it, and I was looking definitely. forward to it all day. But like the, those first Thursday. three games were awesome. It was weird because it was on a Thursday. I hated that, by the way. It sucked. That's the one. Yeah. Chan- Hank asked me this morning. He goes, you know, just Hank being a nice guy. Trent, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. I really don't feel like it's over yet because I'm going to booze tonight and watch basketball, and then yeah, you got basketball like, tomorrow. Sure, like sure. I'm not. Yeah. It, it, it's weird because. I don't know. Fix it, NCAA. Fix it, They're please. Fix it. I think there was more. They were trying to do COVID stuff, so they gave them as much time as okay. they could. I think that's what the that makes sense. But at the same time, it doesn't. Yeah, it's one day. Hey, so, this isn't on the dock, but I want to throw this in there. Throw it. The VCU Oregon. Uh, oh, by I mean, yeah. that's how worried are you guys about that? About that? You know, the implications 
One of how it affects the tournament, and two of like just the COVID protocols that's going to yeah. go. You know, well, they was it a player who tested positive? Did you guys? There's a couple of them. A few. Yeah. Okay, so I, I don't know. I think it'll eventually happen and down the stretch. Like, well, I, I mean, that's gonna. You know what? I think they that might. Sucks for VCU. It really does. I would, I would yeah. hate that. But um, did you guys all have Oregon? I did. Yeah, yeah that so. was a nice little. I, I, I have point. my bracket like pinned up on my wall, and I'm yeah. highlighting the wins <laughs> and xing out the yeah. losses. That was a nice little free point. boost to my night. One. Yeah, like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm a little worried, but I, I, I what I mean, all the athletes have said in there is that they're crazy stretch. So I think they're gonna play. Excuse me, they're gonna play the majority of the games. I really do think they will, but like, I don't think they'll miss another one because the way I that think when it gets like it, it, as the teams shrink, I think less problems you're obviously gonna have. That's like, true, that's, and yeah. we saw that with the NBA bubble too down in Orlando. Yeah. But you know, the other thing too, Hank, is I feel like the further we get in this tournament, they're gonna handle it a little differently. I don't think they just go no contest in the Elite Eight. You know what I mean? Like they yeah, would. They, they say would, that they say they will. They won't do that. They, they, like if it put it's it this national way. title game, yeah, they're doing that. No way. I put thought it, I thought right. they had replacement teams too. Well, there was no, all that talk about replacement teams, and then if, they just didn't do it. If you tested positive like two days after Slutch and Sunday, then the replacement like, teams. Oh, then leading, they come like in, le- yeah. like oh. leading up, and if they had enough time to do all the logistics. Yeah. Okay. So overall, yeah. you know, I, I I didn't mind it, but that's because I'm not a VCU fan. I would be livid. But well, that sucks. I mean, yeah, it's not good, their fault. And you know what? The NCAA season, probably yeah. did the right thing by you know you don't want to spread the virus, of course. No, so yeah. you I gotta mean, do what you gotta do. Yeah, well, that's how they have to handle it. But um, that sucked though. Good, it, good mm-hmm. point, Hank. That was that was a big storyline yesterday as well. The best is when you make your bracket, and I, I want, this is another topic I want to talk about before we go to a little commercial break here, and that's like five minutes is. Like the team that you hated, and then you watch two seconds of them, you're like, "Oh my god, this team's going to the final four. Yeah, like it's just like, it's like I really did. I, it's like I it's something like Wisconsin. Like I was like, I hated them coming into. The did tournament. you pick North Carolina? Yeah, I did. I picked Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I mean, if you watch Wisconsin the last month of the year, they stunk. Yeah, they and did. they were horrible. But North Carolina wasn't great either. No, they weren't. But like. I was like, okay. I mean, Nate Reavers and Micah I, Potter. I'll never get over Nate Reavers and Micah Potter having zero rebounds against the University of Michigan. <laughs> zero. <laughs> They're both yeah, like seven tough. feet tall. Zero. I was like, okay, Baycott, Brooks, Kessler. I mean, I, they're gonna get a million rebounds. Nope. Sharp. No. They just have a North Carolina has a million guys who are like six ten and just super athletic and have good hands. And they just didn't dominate the boards like the way I thought so. And Brad Davidson could not miss from 30 feet. So that's like the one team where I was like, I hated them looking at the bracket. I was like, immediate no. Immediate no. And I watched them for watch a whole game. Now I'm like, I think Wisconsin could beat Baylor. I really well, do. Well, mine would have to be Baylor just because I, I was beating the drum over here of like Baylor. They're a good team. They're not a championship team. They might make the Final Four. Now looking at their bracket, you're right, Collins. If Wisconsin doesn't beat them, they kind of have a cakewalk with Purdue and Ohio State both well, losing. I, I mean, Villanova, I would be... No, I, I just don't... They... I don't know. You think Villanova could beat Baylor? No, I don't. I don't. I think Wisconsin is... That's. I think they play today. Am I right? I yeah, think, they do at yeah, 240. Today. That, that's going to be a battle if Wisconsin plays like... And I'll give my... Like, my cousin was touching me just like, they're just so experienced that like the last month after they like didn't want to win the bid 10, they're like, okay, let's just cruise. Was it? Syracuse Three is, years ago, when Wisconsin beat the one seed in the second round, Bronson Koenig, they beat Xavier. Was that was that correct? Well, they beat Xavier, and then they also beat Villanova the year after. That, that's the one I'm thinking of. The, they, with, they were a nine seed. 
Yeah, well, they were a nine seed two years in a row, and they beat the one seed two years in a row. So I think. third time's a charm again, even yeah. though the first two were the charm as well. Yeah, Dude, I, I could know. it happen? Hank? I don't know. I don't think so. I, Hank, I don't say, I the mean, Badgers? Wisconsin? I, see, I mean, Wisconsin had high expectations hey, this plus, year. Plus two to 35 money line. That's, I Hank, would, you're pretty familiar with Badger country. Yeah. I, I, yeah, would, I, I, I would sprinkle. Got a lot of friends to go there. I would sprinkle, but I, I think that's a team that I hated coming in the tournament that I really liked. Mine um, was Baylor. Um, that I really like now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, after watching some games, I really like now. Um, looking at, like, I hate that I did this because I came on the show and I said this two weeks ago, how much I like Colorado. I think Colorado's under the Elite Eight. And it's, if Michigan's not going to be able to get livers back, I just... They I'm, got problems, man. They, they Offensively, they're just not the same team. Defensively, they can still play. And they, if they're awesome defensively, like they can be... Like fine, they they could go to the final four. Beat anybody, yeah. yeah. But like offensively, they're just not the same team without Livers. They're just not. So I I I think they Colorado presents a big problem for them. Colorado. I mean, I don't believe in Florida State. I still if you watch that Florida State UNC Green got a little sweaty. Florida yeah. State can't shoot or can't like they have no point guard. They just had a bunch of like six five guys that are athletic just yeah. like dribbling. That's actually an upset I picked is that four thirteen. Yeah, I did have F- that too. FSU. I was upset very upset. I mean, USCG just first half they had two points at like the ten minute mark. Yeah, they were airballing threes by like well, ten. Feet. That's also though. I I think Florida State's better defensively than they get credit for. Well, they're awesome. They're physical. No, they're really good. I mean, they're really long. They're really athletic. They're awesome defensively. I really don't want to watch a Michigan Florida State game. So Colorado, please beat Florida State because I think Michigan Colorado would be a really Fun game. LSU Michigan's gonna be a battle. I was just gonna ask you about that. Mm. LSU Michigan will be a battle. If you watched LSU the last two games, really the they championship awesome. game against Alabama. Yeah. Alabama, by the way, scary. They're scaring me a little bit. I have well, them in my a, final. Yeah, that's how I, Alabama plays, though. No, and I, I knew they were gonna pull it out, but I just like that's look, kind of a weaker one. region too. It, yeah, I think. No, you I know? mean, it wasn't. It was a tough road for Michigan, but now that Bama, I mean, uh, that Texas is gone. Yeah, like, yeah. BYU I, I, is gone. I, yeah, well, BYU. Well, right? I know. I'm just saying, like, for the sake, the three and the six are both out. I think most people, like, when you looked at this bracket, you're like, "Ooh, Texas and Texas, Alabama is gonna be an awesome game." And like, whoever wins that's gonna present a huge problem for Michigan. I don't know. I, I and I don't think Michigan's like Michigan is obviously not peaking right now. They have a lot of. I mean, you lose your second or third best player. That's well, yeah, hard. I think I think they already peaked. Yeah, well, duh. I mean, it's not their fault that their best, one of their better players, has a stress fracture in their yeah. foot. Like, I, I understand that it's going to be tough coming down here. But, Michigan State fans know that. Yeah, better I know. than anybody. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't believe Michigan's going to the Final Four. I, it's just they don't have, they don't have that stink around them. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I don't think they're going either. Who from that region, if you had a gun to your head, would you pick? To I go think to the Bama Final Four? is, even though I. Okay, I, Bama. The way they play is so like if they're missing shots and like it's that is one of the most frustrating styles of basketball to watch when they're not playing well because I mean they're a pretty good defensive team but like when you're just chucking when you're like just need a bucket to get back I'm like guys can we go to the lane but that's just how they that's how NATO it's twenty eighteen Rockets yeah like, just, like you missed thirty seven in a row yeah, or whatever like, can we it just was get to the lane one time Shaq before like yeah. Herb. Can we do a little Euro step the thing you did in the SEC championship game that was so sick? So you're out on Florida State. Yeah, I hate Florida you're State. You're out on Florida State, and you're, I mean, yeah, Texas is out of the tournament, so you like what is Alabama. your Final Four? We didn't even do this last week. I forgot that we did it before Slutch and Sunday. My Final Four is Alabama, Gonzaga, um, 
why can't I think? Oh, Illinois and then uh, Ohio State. Okay. So Ohio State already lost them, and that was against my better judgment because I just yeah. knew that they didn't look great. I don't but know why you did that, man. Because that region to me was a little weak. I was out on Baylor. That was my thing. I was just weak on Baylor, so I'm like, Ohio State. By default, they're going to make it there, losing the first round. Great. What's yours? I have Arkansas. I Love have, that. I Love Arkansas. Illinois. Well, Arkansas made me sweat. They're down like 15 to Colgate. Yeah. Up at half somehow. It was unbelievable. The last four minutes. That, <laughs> 17 0 run, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was like half. the last four minutes. I was like, Colgate guys cannot even move. Yeah, I'm like, what is yeah. going on? <laughs> it was unbelievable. I, so I got Arkansas, Illinois. Um, I have Alabama, and then I have Gonzaga, and I have Gonzaga turning down the Nets. Okay, I, I got I, Illinois. I, I'm usually not the guy who goes with a very heavy, heavy favorite to win, but like. You just think this is the year. I just think Gonzaga is better than everyone. A lot of people aren't picking them too, so it's not really I, like. Uh, it's majority is Gonzaga, but like, I was shocked to see. I'm going to pool with a lot of Michigan fans. The lack of confidence from Michigan fans. That's yeah. why. That's why I don't like feel like Michigan's going to win at all. Like they're they're not confident. And they've know. been watching the team all year. Yeah, like I, I, they're just like I don't like how they're playing right now. So I yeah. don't know. I mean, Michigan's have a battle tomorrow against LSU. When you look at the next couple days, is that what is your matchup that you're most looking forward to? Because the set, like the first round's all fun, and you got the upsets. But the second round, you're like, ooh, that's a really fun matchup. Which one do you like the most? I, you know what? Just talking about it with you, Wisconsin Baylor. I think that's going to be a fun one today. Yes. In terms of tomorrow, I like who's Kansas play now. Kansas plays USC. Yes, and I was looking. Okay, I was looking at that game the other day. USC is going to be After, a problem for Kansas. Because my thing with USC was I just wanted to see. I picked them against, uh, why can't I, who was it? Who's the 11? Yeah, the 11, uh, Drake. I picked them against Drake, and I'm watching Mobley. Because I, I wanted to watch Mobley play just because like, there's. Have there's, you not seen him play? Not a ton. He's but I wanted so and, athletic, and he played yeah. he played pretty well defensively yeah. and offensively. Anyways, my my thing was I just wanted to see it from USC, and I think they did look pretty good against Drake, and they ended up pulling away and winning pretty convincingly. So that'll be a good one against Kansas because I've got a question later for you, Collins. Bill Self, that's another guy I don't trust at all. Yeah, well, I I trust Bill Self to get to the lead eight and just lose. That's just what they kind of yeah. do. But I, Kansas I, has just screwed me so many times. Yeah, like, I, this is not a good Kansas team. It's just not. They don't. Like I never really liked Kansas's guards anyway, but they they just don't have great guard play, and that's how you win in March. And, and they play through McCormick, which is going to be a problem because Evan Mobley is like, probably the best defensive big in the yeah. country. Yep, that's a matchup to watch. So yeah, I, that Mobley, would be my that be my answer. Is Jaron Jackson? They're like the exact same. Yeah, player. yeah, long, they really are the exact same player. Long as hell. Yeah, and like Jaron, I mean, he's I he's injured in the pro, but he was like a productive player in the. NBA, so I, I, I'm, he still will be, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I got, I got UC, USC, and Kansas. What, what, what matchup are you most looking forward to? When I looked at it, I was like, oh. I, I, I was also looking forward to Kate Cunningham having an opportunity to play Tennessee, maybe, but Tennessee, Rick Barnes, they stink. Yeah, like I mean, I, I it, every year, every year, I do it. Every I year. do it too. I picked them as well. But I, I'm actually gonna go. I'm looking forward to seeing I will play Oregon. Okay, I, I I really am because I I I mean I think Iowa like I said a couple weeks ago is a team everyone kind of forgot. It's funny how off people are on Iowa right it's now. Weird. Like, it, 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 it is weird because they haven't really done anything to deserve that. Yeah, well, coming into the year, it was Iowa and Illinois. Those are the two teams. Those are our two bell cows in the Big Ten that don't have an opportunity to cut down the nuts, and they're still there. And you had Michigan, and because you had the uncertainty with Michigan's transfers, and then they turn out to be awesome, and Michigan's awesome this year. Iowa, Oregon's, I mean, Oregon's red hot. Oregon plays a contrasting style 
to to Iowa. Like they're not an up and down pace team. They're playing more in the half court, and they have really athletic bigs. Yeah. So I, I I'm just at matchup intrigues me. If an, I, I'm an Iowa fan, I'm definitely afraid. Is there a line on that game yet? Uh, probably. I'm not, I don't have it in front we'll, of me. We'll have to do a betting corner later. We yeah, haven't we'll done that it, in a minute. So yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll, that at the end of the show. At the end of the show, we'll do some betting corner. But I, I just, I, I, if I'm an Iowa fan, I would be definitely afraid of Oregon. And I picked Iowa to beat Oregon, but I'm just saying, they, they contrasting styles. Chris Duarte is a pretty good guard. Richardson, their other point guard, the reason they're a seventh seed is because he was hurt the majority of the year. Yeah. Like, they got dudes at Oregon. And, and, and I, I don't necessarily love their bigs, but they're physical and they're athletic, and they could definitely push Garza off his spot. Yep. So that's the game I think I'm most interested in that's two days. Hank, what about you? Um, I want to throw one that we have, excuse me, we haven't really talked a lot about yet. Syracuse, West Virginia is kind of an interesting one. I, I Like yeah, you said, I, Syracuse I, I, just coming alive in the tournament is just an interesting storyline yeah, in itself, you know? That's a good pick, Hank. I I still have faith in West Virginia and in, in, in Bob Huggins. Love him, by the way. Yeah, Bobby Hug. Lo- love, love Huggy Bear. But it's just interesting to see how teams react to that just it, defense. It, they, dude, you know? some of them just freak out. Well, some of them I mean, crumble. Like, did you, you know? watch San Diego State play? Yeah, it was the yeah. worst. That, it's a let's just shoot over the zone. Yeah, you know, and that's how yeah, that's what that's how Syracuse goes on at half. <laughs> Syracuse goes on these like seventeen zero runs because the teams freak out. Buddy Beheim is just knocking down threes. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's the classic coach's gene. It's the it's the coach's gene in I mean, March. I mean, Steven yeah. Izzo, get your crap together, man. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> hey, point guard point guard job's open. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my god. No, but Bayheim, I mean Bayheim couldn't miss. Um I actually hate that's a really good one because West Virginia looked actually pretty good in their first It's run. intriguing. Now I I could see West Virginia it, just playing their game and throttling them. It definitely but, could be. But if they don't react well to that two three, I mean that's well, and I think the fact that we've seen Syracuse make a run with this type of defense in the last three years, that adds a lot of like yeah. spice yeah, to the but, match. Up. It's not even that. Buddy Beheim is unconscious right yeah. now. The last th- like two weeks, he's been unconscious. Has he been like that? You know, in, in the conference play too. Well, the last two weeks he has. I mean, that Virginia game, he was unconscious. I think it was an NC State game, he was unconscious too. And if if you watch that San Diego State game, he was pulling up yeah. to thirty and just, uh, I mean, yeah, just string music. But uh, that McBride and the guards that they got at West Virginia, that's an interesting matchup because those are guards that I truly trust. To make the right decision and not settle for threes, but if they do, I mean, if they do, Syracuse to win. And so, and you look at that bracket; it's, I mean, Syracuse to do some things because I don't believe in Houston. That's another matchup. Me was, either. The American wasn't good enough this year. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm looking forward to Rutgers today against Houston. Are you taking that one? Yes, I will be taking Rutgers. I'll talk really? about it. Yeah, I love Rutgers. I have them in my Sweet Sixteen. Um, Just you're, t- wow. you're taking Rutgers money line. Yeah. That's bold. Well, I just think if you watch Rutgers the last two years, which I have a lot, you could kind of just tell this year, like, let's just get in the tournament and get this over with. And once we get in the tournament, we're going to like start playing. Like, Jacob Young was awesome. Awesome in that game against Clemson. And they got a fortunate bounce for that ball to go Geo Baker at the end of the game to get that land to beat Clemson. But, I, like, out of conference, like, Miles Johnson's a problem. Like, I, I love Miles Johnson in the post. Great rebounder, great defender. And, and, and like Ron Harper gets a sliver of confidence. This team's dangerous. Like this team is a top fifteen team when they're going right. Like they stop people regardless of what they're shooting. And if they get their offense to go a little bit, they're a top fifteen team in the country. I tr- okay. I believe that. So I think they're going to beat Houston today. A lot really of good, good. Lot of good games on the docket. Well, I mean, it's a lot of good games. 
I think yeah. It's a great tournament so far. Oh, Seriously. Awesome. I, and you kinda expect that, but there there have been upsets. Awesome, awesome Every game games. comes down to the I mean, the only blowouts have been like the one seeds. Yeah. That's it's, Creighton, it's been great. That Creighton UC oh, Santa Barbara game. Awesome, awesome game. Did but, you have Creighton? No, I had UC Santa Barbara. Uh I don't know what the guy was doing. Go up strong. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because well, everyone was like, is that a foul? Can it I, wasn't. It wasn't. You can't really call that there. Well, Even just, if there wasn't was. really contact. He tightened up, man. You could see well, it. Well, he avoided the contact. That's he what I'm saying. He expected him. contact and yeah. didn't get it, really. Ugh. There wasn't much contact. That was heartbreaking. I needed that, too. Struggling. I picked Creighton. I, 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 the 5-12, the 7-10s, and the 8-9s, I struggled I, mightily I, this year. Yesterday, I, mm-hmm. I did not get a pick right after 5 o'clock. <laughs> I was on fire, too. I started like 5-1, and one, and then I all of a sudden just like lost every game the rest of the day. I went 0-3 on a parlay with uh, <laughs> Hank. Oh, I yeah, went 2-3. Yeah, you just reminded me. I went 2-3 for three on a parlay. Okay. And then the team I needed to win was UConn against Maryland, and they... Could not make a, a shot in this for in the first yeah. half. Yeah, got behind the eight ball. Maryland's not good. Dude, can we Matt, can we talk about that for a real quick well, second? Maryland beat UConn. That they're that, not good. Well, that was like the whole thing. This is another topic that I haven't adopted. That this is something that Titus and Tate really good college basketball podcast. If you watch college basketball, you know who I'm talking about: Mark Titus and Tate Frazier. But um, they always talk about Kemba candidates and like just like guys who can just single handedly carry you throughout the tournament. Looking Ayala. at it, looking at it. I don't know why Ayala could do that. I mean, they just played really well. They were a bad matchup for UConn. I think Maryland's going to lose in the second round. I truly believe that. Dude, they're just... They, they Mar- my they, thing with Maryland is if Michigan State beats them in the tournament, they don't make the NCAA tournament. Louisville does. So I, or, they, or they're, they're just, in a playing game. Or or they're in a playing game, yes. But they're, they're not good. It frustrates me, man. Like, they... they I, I A lot of it is because I had money on it. And I yeah. also picked UConn. And they also beat Michigan State twice down the stretch. Yeah, well, they're so beatable. Well, I, I think they get they get whooped in the second round. Well, they're gonna play Bama, and, right? Yeah, yeah, they play Bama. Um, that's not gonna be close. That's just a horrible matchup for uh, Maryland. They're a good defensive team. They are. I just I really don't like that matchup. But when you're looking at the tournament, I think there's like literally only like maybe two or three guys who are like this guy can carry a team to the tournament. It's like Cunningham, maybe Mobley. And do you, do you have like another one that like me? I thought McClellan maybe, but he looked horrible. Yeah. In their first game against Utah State, I'm still, even though they I'm won, still in on Matt McClung. I actually have Texas Tech in the Final Four. Do you? That yeah. Texas Tech Arkansas game is going to be awesome. Today. My my thing is that will be an awesome game today. There don't really seem to be any senior leaders. Like there's no Frank Masons, Cassius Winston's. There's none of that this yeah. year. So which is weird. So you're right. It's very prospect I mean, heavy. A, yeah, like a Jared Baylor from like. A Jared Butler for Baylor. <laughs> I said Jared Baylor. Yeah, but like Jared Baylor, you could see him like, but like Gonzaga is just like a plethora of things. They just have a bunch of dudes. I right. mean, maybe Io. Like, By the way, oh, we didn't. We Io, didn't Io, you're right. That, duh. Yeah, I think Io was Io. Io Dosumu is in that conversation. We didn't mention sure. Gonzaga, Oklahoma. Is that something that catches your no, eye at all? No, no, Oklahoma because not the same team they were midseason. I remember watching the selection show, and that was the second game that was announced Oklahoma, Missouri. My brother Brock is like big into the, like the bracketology yeah. stuff. As soon as he sees that, he goes, "Oh, hot garbage! That game is hot garbage." It was. It Whoever was. loses that game is getting throttled second round. Yeah. And then he's he's a student teacher right now. He goes, "I hope that's one of the games on on Friday that I can't watch because I'm at, I'm like teaching." That's. Awesome. I was like, okay, and then it wasn't. It was prime time. <laughs> Awesome. Whatever though, that whatever. Game did stink. That that, game did. It, it just wasn't good, and both those teams are not great. 
I picked Missouri, so I was yeah upset nonetheless. It, that game stunk, but I, no, they don't. I mean, I, Gonzaga's biggest test, I really tr- like truly think, is going to probably. I'm trying to Iowa. think. Uh, it's gonna be Iowa. I I mean, they already played Iowa and they beat them, but like, but still in that bracket, yeah, in that region. I'm trying to think that if I, like I don't think they're challenged by Creighton. Like I think they'll hammer Creighton. Creighton's not good. Yeah, yeah I, it's not I, good. I don't think Creighton's good either. Like, that was biggest, a popular twelve five pick. Yeah, they're best case like I mean, if you're hoping that Gonzaga doesn't get out of this bracket, your best case is Kansas or USC. I I, I really Is it I, is it weird that I think USC is more likely? Yeah, I, well I think crazy. Crazy. you're not you're not saying Iowa. I I just think Iowa pushed comes to shove. Iowa's had to play Oregon. They got to play USC and Kansas, and then they would have to play Gonzaga. Well, also Iowa against Gonzaga. If we just look at that matchup alone, I think Iowa's very outmatched. Yeah, they are. But then, yeah, unless I mean, they, they shoot the played, lights out, but... they already played. That's like the thing. And yeah. they, I, I know they already played Kansas too. But Kansas is a lot different team than they were earlier sure. in the season. And I just think USC would be an well, interesting. So that was like matchup. the second game of the season yeah, for that's Iowa. What I'm saying. I mean, that's a, yeah, no, no, it wasn't for Iowa. Yeah, well, no, that was like eight or nine games in, maybe a little bit less. Eh, oh. Maybe like five or six. How about that? Well, it was non-conference. Yeah, it, it so must have been pretty early. Five or whatever. I, I mean, they played. I mean, and they got ran off the floor. I forgot about that game. It was a good. I mean, it was fun for like about. I think the over under in that game was like one eight seventy five, and it like still hit. <laughs> it was incredible. That's crazy. But yeah, I don't know. We'll talk a little bit more college basketball in the later hour. Yeah, nice, nice little one. power hour there. Yeah, power hour. We Fifty six minutes. We were no gonna breaks. take a break there, but we just like did not. Yeah, that's okay. I, we, All we, gas, no breaks, baby. Yeah, you have to. But <laughs> it's March it Madness. Yeah, but after the break, we're gonna do the Sparty Awards. We're gonna do it a little bit different this time. This is more of like, I, how would you describe this, Trent? This is not a Sparty Awards. This is more like no, it's a Sparty it, Awards. It is, but it's more like a choose your own adventure, like yes, <laughs> type thing. So we're gonna be creating a fight crew. One? We are creating a fight crew. Is that the right way to say it? I yes, like, for sure. If, uh, yeah. My four against your four, and, yeah. and, and here's the deal. And give Hank, the, Hank is going to decide who wins. And give them the criteria. Thank for you. I like that because I was not coming up with a crew. I was, I was <laughs> struggling back here. You get one fictional who could be like a Captain America, a Halt, whatever. Actually, Holt's not allowed. I think that's vetoed. He's just unfair. You just huh? took out, that's Trent's favorite guy. Kidding, you just kidding, said kidding, that. Well, no, kidding, I'll, 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 I'll refrain from Holt. No, no. Because that was obvious I was going to pick him. So <laughs> I, it's no fun. I'll, one, I'll pick a different guy. One fictional, one like real human being, like a, just a random dude. Like Liam Neeson. Like Liam ne- Like you paid Liam Neeson. Okay, not okay. Like, not like a character. And, you know what I mean? Okay. One guy who plays sports, like an athlete, and then one cartoon character. It's perfect. So that's coming up after the break on the Green and White Report. Stay locked in with us. Green and White Report, 11.59. We've got like an hour left in the show. Sparty Awards right now. Great in a fight. I'm going to beat Tron in this, by the way, guys. I hope. Well, I, I, you probably because I picked dumb picks. Well, I have a little confidence in yourself, can you? Well, I just always pick something stupid, but that's fine because I'm, I'm picking my picks. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm not a conventional guy. Yeah, you do, you're a bad boy, right? Is that yeah, what you're yeah, to? yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> now, what is, Badass, baby. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Play the music. By the way, shout out to us for not fixing this this oh, week. Yeah, like I know, we said, yeah. anyone who listened last week. Yeah, sorry. This is not going to happen. Like we, we can just say that. Realistically, yeah, we can just say it. Can we like maybe we like don't do this anymore though? Here are your hosts. 
Ryan well, I can like Twitch fade it out. I mean, the music is just so good. How the music not, is dude? good. But yeah, Sparty Awards, create your own fight crew. One cartoon, one sports guy, one real human, one fictional. Okay. Perfect. Do you want me to start? I want you to start. And I'm, I'm picking it. the winner. Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> First pick, I'm going cartoon area. Um, Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob. <laughs> nice. I need him on my team. You need a beefcake in there. Wait, he, listen, isn't he, is he one of those guys that's like all... You know, like all show and you no, know, nothing. dude. Larry, Larry throws down. Like he's, a, he's a lobster. He's got he, some snappers on. You know he, what I mean? He's got his gym body. He doesn't go out there and actually, you know, ro- he doesn't roll in the mud. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 to be honest, Hank, I don't know that Larry, like the Larry the Lobster cartoon from SpongeBob. I don't know if he has popcorn muscles or legit muscles. Right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I mean, you do. You do know that because you've seen that. No, he definitely doesn't. <laughs> he picks up the anchors and he's throwing them around. Yeah, I mean, we've seen that episode. Jacked. Yeah, he's ripped. But he ain't doing that. You know, he's not going out. You know, barroom. Rumble it or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm. Very, is he in the salty spittoon episode? I no, saw. he's not. So you should take somebody from that place. Well, I, that is <laughs> salty I, spittoon. You know, I'm sorry to jump all over you for your pick like that, but I, I, you know, you're not. I the fact I for some reason I thought he was in the salty spittoon episode. Not that's not good. He might be a weenie hunt juniors, but I, <laughs> I stay in by my pick at at Larry the Lobster. Okay, you, come. I mean, come on, Hank. <laughs> hey, hey, he does it to me like three times a yeah, week. So I, every once in a while, I got to get you with one, man. Let me go now with my cartoon character. Originally, I had written down Tasmanian Devil from the Looney Tunes because Ooh. I'm thinking fighters, but after hearing hearing Collins, <laughs> this is gonna be so bad. I I'm going with Road Runner. Because oh. he's gonna stay alive the entire time, and you're ne- he's gonna run away. You're he's screwed, man. Fight. He's running from a <laughs> never fight. losing. Never been- wait. Are you fighting with them? Right? Is that no? It's you. I. I don't. We didn't lay the criteria very specific, to be honest. Roadrunner has been escaping Wiley e. Coyote for yeah, seventy not years. Fighting. You're, you're, okay. You have a fight. So what, crew. Okay. Okay. No, okay. No, no, so then no, no, I'll, I, I'll go with my original pick. No. 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 I Taz. Like, okay. Taz. I love Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, that was a better pick. Well, that was my first pick, but then but when, I will say this: the uh, like the Roadrunner. I don't hate that pick. If your logic, it's like we're not getting in a fight. We're just like gonna avoid it. <laughs> like you're we're just like, gonna survive. Yeah, like you're like fictional guys. It's not like a random hold that guy. It's like it, it, it's like Cookie from like Nancy. Like <laughs> you say, we're gonna make we're gonna make friends. Not, we're not gonna fight. Right. No, okay, Taz. It, it, the criteria is what it is. Okay, Tasmanian Devil. And tear your face off, love it. Okay, that was that was that was better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Sports guy. I think this is a pretty easy pick. Giannis Antetokounmpo. He oh, was wow. a troop. He was a troop. He's kind of a teddy bear too, though. Dude, he's seven foot, ripped up. Also, he is not a teddy. Have you watched Giannis play? He goes. Uh, yeah, I've watched. He, him. The wires cross every once in a while with Giannis. Also, a soldier in Greece. People forget that. I am going to take... People do forget that. People I forgot forget that. that. People forget that. Soldier in Greece. I have to pick Dennis Rodman. Gotten many fights. Won many fights. I, I, is, he can still fight right now? Oh, right now? That Okay, that changes everything. Yeah, Sorry. Right, right now. Right situation. now? Yeah. See, I don't just want to be like lame and pick a boxer. That'd be stupid. I, that's fine. No, that's but not I, fine. That's a, not fine. Give me... Give me... Oh. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. I got Russ. I don't hate that. He's a pit bull. Mm. He is a pit bull. Okay. I like that, I guess. Okay. At two NBA guys. Interesting. Well, yeah, that is interesting. You, <laughs> I mean, you had all stupid. the sports to choose from, and you chose the, the NBA. We're like, no, what? That's like taking soccer Toughest players. Lead. Yeah, okay. 
Maybe. Hank, Hank is, I, I'm not going to say this. Hank is poking a lot of holes in my like theories and stuff. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I want Sorry, a, guys, I want but... a big group. Like I want seven footers behind yeah. me. Where we don't even need to get in See, the fight. I'm from the camp that's like I'm five six, you know, so I, I gotta get all my all my dogs, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's about? what I'm saying. You have tall friends. So oh, you're, okay. you're you're not say you're the one yapping, you're like, we're not getting <laughs> or like we're I'm talking like, the smoke and I just get yeah, behind yeah, the wall like, of, of Hate, Hate, human right. Hate say say me and your boys outside and they look at Hate's <laughs> boys at seven footers so yeah. like, Yeah, no thanks. You guys have a nice night. <laughs> and the Tasmanian devil, man. Let's go. Yeah. Taz. <laughs> Collins, right. you're you're up next. What are, we, what are we doing next? You want real or I don't know if I wanted a one real. Human. I, I'm struggling with the one real human because there's Me so too. many so many options. Fictional. I just keep going back to Marvel and like DC. This is and the stuff. big. You can get a big edge here. I know. I feel like the Hulk is unfair, and I wouldn't take. I'm that not picking the Hulk. It's it would be unfair. You you just win the fight. Hulk smash. Hulk and Thanos. Because it's like, yeah, Thanos. And Thor kind of too. Yeah, yeah. Is this limited to so Marvel? That's the thing. That's why. No, no. Know, we're just, but, but those are the most, you know, because I was thinking, mm, Darth Vader. You're literally not going to lose if you yeah, pick Darth I don't Vader. Know. Voldemort, literally not going to lose. <laughs> I do like that. Having sorry, I spoke his name. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you can't do that. I man. like having a magic person in the match. Like, I won't have, like, that changes I, the game a little bit, doesn't I, it? I just have like David, David Copperfield as my real person. <laughs> But see, see, having having like Take someone with having someone with magic is like a bigger yeah, cheat real code. Person, bad baby. <laughs> Final that's, answer. That's solid. Final answer, bad baby. Real person. Wait, Thank actually, you. yeah. Who's your fictional? I, I'm not gonna do my fictional. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, you gotta do it in order. I don't have to do it. There's in a order. format here, man. We, is there gotta, a format? I was the one who put this on the doc. No, you're right. My you're real right. person, this is going to sound Bad absolutely baby. asinine. Push a T. I'm not losing. Why Why you say that? Because he's a G. I like push a T. He ended Drake's career. He should have. Did he? he? Yes, yes, totally. Drake's not a... He Drake. outed the fact that Drake was a father. Yeah, cool. that's pretty funny, actually. Like, no one knew that. This is Drake, like the biggest pop star in the world. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, he's got a son. He's hiding you it from can't everybody. Handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jack Nicholson. That'd be if he was a little younger, he'd be a good real pick. Yeah, because then now, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like eating burgers at L- <laughs> Lakers yeah, games right. now. Yeah, now he's just being yeah. Jack. But I yeah, I got I, I got Pusha T. Give me Pusha T. I'm not losing a fight with Pusha T. I really like my team so far. I my team's an interesting character. Bad baby. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> and. Um, See, I'm a, I'm a little worried about your team chemistry Larry over Lobster. there. I'm no, little... I like no. That's why we added Bad Baby to the team. Oh, he, needs, he, he ties he, it all together. No, she gets everyone going. She's a. She's a. She's. A, she knows how to motivate. She's like Mark Jackson and Reggie Miller. Catch me outside. How about yeah, that? Yeah, that's what she's, she's doing. She's taking tasks. No, no, she's in. It's like the Draymond uh, KD like gif where Draymond's like in KD's ears like you're the in best. his jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you are the best in the. That's what Bad Baby's doing. He's like, we are going to own these people outside. <laughs> She's like, okay. we are going to. And Giannis and Larry the Lobster are just hyped up about it. So do you have a real person? Uh, that is my real person. No, that's person. the real one. Oh, we we oh, need a fictional now, right? Yeah, now we need fictional. This is the toughest day of my life right here. I'm trying to think. There's, I mean, oh my God. We, we, we opened up the magic realm. We opened up the Marvel realm. Uh, I mean, that, that's, that's hard to choose. I can give you mine. I love Star Wars. You're going to say Han Solo, aren't you? I, originally, yes. But I'm. You can't, you can't just say have a gun in play. Well, what you can have I mean, magic. You what are you talking about? We can have well, magic. That's what I mean. If we're just fist fighting, I think you know. I, yeah, we'd you all... can't have Han. Yeah. 
Oh, wait, so, like, Voldemort would be fist fighting? Well, no, Yeah, don't no. do that, man. <laughs> well, I feel like guns are too far. But like, maybe guns, magic, okay, okay. magic might be if, implied. If guns are too far, I was going to pick Boba Fett. Give me Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, wow. Nice. Captain that Jack is, Sparrow. The nice, Pirates man. of the Caribbean fans are going nuts right now. Yeah, that's kind of out of left field. The, Johnny 15, Depp. the 15. The 15 Pirates of the Caribbean fans are going nuts. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. I'm a I'm a Jack Sparrow stand by the way I love him. Have yeah. you been in for Halloween yet? Yes, I was. I was also. Did I mention that? I think I might have mentioned that before really? on the show. You were Jack Hank. Jack, Jack Sparrow. Sparrow. Yeah, man, that was Hank would look really good with all like the rings on. All the all the get up, all the jewelry. I, yeah, I, I mean, like you no wear combat. rings every now and then. I'm, half, I'm halfway there. Pull them off. I'm, yeah. I'm halfway to Captain no, Jack already. Are you a ring guy? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hank is a ring guy. Oh yeah. What, what does not, that even mean? Hank wears rings. Yeah. <laughs> what does that even like, mean? Like when Hank gets ready to go out. And you see him uh, at the party. Wait, wait, you got? Are you repping like multiples? Oh yeah, like like three or four a hand. Sometimes Hank is a stud. Hank, I, <laughs> the things we're learning during this Sparty Awards. You're a ring guy. I, yeah. that, I Hank owns chickens. Remember that? Yeah, that was last week, right? Hank or, might yeah. be the most confident person in America. <laughs> if you're a ring guy, if you're a ring guy, I'm like, I'm not messing with that. Dude, guy. Hank, I, Hank might, I might put Hank on my team. He's a ring guy. Oh, there we go. Now, Hank, now hey, you, you know who's getting the win now? Yeah, yeah. Who's Hank wears rings and like ascots. He's the man. How do you like put an ascot on? No, I don't wear an ascot. Oh, well, I guess it's uh, kind of. Uh, what do you call it? A scarf? Is that like the thing? It's kind of like a scarf. Scarf. Yeah. Yeah. Charles Woodson used to wear on like Monday Night Countdown. He's had his ascot on him. Like, kind of. You look so bad. What are you doing? Hank, Hank looks good. <laughs> Hank, Hank does it. I don't even want that. We don't have to get into all this. Yeah. But Hank, you know, unbuttons the shirt a little bit. Okay. Gee, gets the okay. whole thing. Okay. I, okay. I got it. Best Trent, rest Trent's at the got party. me down right now, man. He's, he's yeah. got it. He's got it laid out. Trent, no, Trent, Trent might be another guy, too. He's a bad baby. He hypes the team up. God. Yeah. Ryan Rabinowitz. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> give, Wait, us, give us your. Give us your. No, not actually. Give, <laughs> give us your fictional guy. I'm getting confused with the list. Now. Uh, me my too. fictional guy. I, I I just have to. Captain America. Okay, there you go. He's a brass knuckle brawler. So I you mean, got like, Captain America and I got Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> I think my team is just not owned, by the way. Okay, so let's run through this. That is amazing. That is. <laughs> Hank, let's run through this. I Collins' need, I need team. See, yeah, I need to visualize both of them. Collins' team is Captain America. Bad Baby, Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> and Larry the Lobster. Yes. And we, already, and we already ruled out that Larry the Lobster is just kind of flexing. That's all he's no, doing. No, stop. I don't like the disparaging of Larry the Lobster. <laughs> I just, I don't like it. And I think Larry's okay. not the coolest. Larry's like, a, uh, he's another team morale guy. He's a cool guy. He, he, he wants everyone to win. He's got your back. Okay. And he's also ripped. Here, here's the thing. I'm thinking I'm going, your strongest pick is Bad Baby. Honestly, well, you guys have lost your damn minds. She's a scrapper. She's a scrapper. She is a scrapper. She, hey, she is, is in the bad, salty is, spittoon. She has all the streets. Say. Yeah, is bad baby. What's it called? Was it Doctor Phil or Maury? Dr. That was Doctor Phil. Oh, I wish it was Maury. I love Maury. Maury's Maury. awesome. Great show. But anyways, my team is Captain Jack Sparrow, Pusha T, Russell, <laughs> Russell Westbrook, and Taz. <laughs> yeah, Yannick. My. <laughs> if we go, if we go head to head. Well, like, Captain, like these, these Captain America and Captain Jack Sparrow. Captain America probably takes that one. Yeah, right? unfortunately. Jack Sparrow's there for comedic relief. Push a T and Bad Baby. We can move on. Yeah. Don't want to get arrested talking about. Okay. Well, it's fine. I mean, it, 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 this it, is, it, push a T would yeah. beat Bad Baby. Yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook and Giannis. Giannis obviously probably I, I, wins yeah, that probably one. Yeah, probably Giannis. 
But, you know, Westbrook might, like, just bite him in the neck and he not might, let go. He might take out his kneecaps, bro. Yeah. He might be playing for the Lions. And then Taz and, and, and Larry the Lobster. I mean, I don't know. That's how Taz. You, I don't know how you're going to beat Taz. I'm looking on SpongeBob's encyclopedia to see how tall Larry the Lobster is. <laughs> how tall do you think <laughs> how he is? Tall is well, he? he's a lobster. They're all in bikini bottoms, so they're actually, like, well, fish how, size. How tall is SpongeBob? That's, the, that's, my, that's my reference point. Well, you see when he's with David Hasselhoff, he's, like, four inches. Yeah. I don't know. Hank, Hank, what are your honorable mentions? Do you have any one that we missed? No, I, I was kind of trying to think, but... <laughs> have they ever said this? It's it was Larry the Lobster's occupations, a lifeguard, a weightlifter, gym owner. When did he own a gym? Are they just assuming he owns a gym? They, I think they are assuming that. First appearance, ripped pants. That's a great episode. <laughs> yeah. And that's the one where they're like they're like lifting weights all the time, man. That That's no, all he does. That, I think that's just them at the beach. At Gulladoon... At the Dooladoon. Yeah, maybe a great, you're right. Great impression. What's your honorable mentions, Hank? I don't have any honorable mentions. I thought right. I was just picking. Well, then who wins? I know I gave I gave him a lot of crap, but I think Collins, I think your squad. Yeah, I think... I, the push it, push it, he's a small guy. Against Bad Baby? That's but, your only win, though. Oh, no, and Taz. And Taz. Taz is not beating Larry the Lobster. Yes, he is. But Giannis is taking two guys at once with that wingspan. Dude, Larry the Lobster's just good for eat. him. I got Captain Jack Sparrow. Larry the Lobster is just—he's a lover, punk. man. He's not a fighter. Can that I switch true. to Indiana Jones? Is he a fighter? I actually—I sure. want—I want Indy's just cool. It's a cool well, yeah, guy. So is cool. Jack? No, 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 Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. I'm going, like I'll cool go down guys. with the ship. Pun intended. I'll go down with the ship. Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Sure, uh, I lost. It's Whatever. Collins. Move on. This SpongeBob Encyclopedia is so funny, dude. <laughs> just like it's like yeah the stuff people it, know no it's just like what do you prefer Larry the Lobster in blue shorts or green shorts what do you prefer I guess blue shorts but like why is that a thing I don't know yeah no, I, I no, couldn't no. find Larry the Lobster site the first look it goes 17 meters tall okay that's very tall uh, I like yeah. the green shorts by the way I'm looking at yeah the, you're looking at the encyclopedia right now yeah I'm looking at just google images I like the green guys, shorts guys I don't, I don't think the viewers at home are seeing what you're talking I, about no, 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 no that's no, very no. true this isn't working very true it's not good radio <laughs> very true <laughs> I think we gotta put a cap on this one yeah I, I, I mean that's, I think next week will go more sports because I think the last couple of weeks have done more pop culture and stuff like this but yeah you, you gotta mix it up when we're just doing college basketball the whole time that was a good change up right there that was something we've never done before so I yeah I, we could have structured that a lot better. yeah that was a mess it was a hot mess it's all right. That one—that's the type of one we needed to do a little bit more research on. Yeah, for yeah, sure. because the topics were just so vast. You could have gone anywhere with yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, but Larry the Lobster, best pitcher of the draft. I, I stand by that. But we're gonna take a quick break here on the Green and White Report. Do a little buy or sell, and keep it locked in with us. Twelve fifteen local time here in East Lansing. Green and White Report, 1216. We've got about 44 minutes left to show. Ryan Collins, Trent Bally, Henry Menendez here with you. So quick little, math. What? Quick math from you. Yeah, I know. Journalism major. People forget that. Um, uh, buy or sell? TB, do we got some good topics? We got a few. Okay. I, I've been lacking in this area lately. Well, we didn't. I, I don't think we did it last week. We just did all college basketball. No, yeah, last, last week, week we so, just yeah. did all, all so college hoops, which it. was amazing. I, yeah. I love I mean, I talked college hoops all day. I love it. I did, and we were caught. I mean, for the first hour, we just rambled there. But go ahead, TB. Well, four of the, three of the four that I have for you are college hoops. But love here it. we go. Buy or sell? It. Two Big Ten teams make the Final Four. You're sell. probably looking at Iowa, Michigan. Sell. Okay, in Illinois. So you, who, who, who of that group is most likely to make it? 
I think Illinois has the easiest path. I just do. Agree. Yeah. Um, I, I would be Illinois or Michigan. I, 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 th- I say Iowa, like, I feel like people have fell off Iowa, like, to an extent where it's like, this team still has Luka Garza, like, Jordan Bohannon, Joel Wieskamp. Like, I think they really could push, like, Gonzaga to the brink, but I really don't believe that. I can't see Iowa in the Final Four. I could see Michigan and Illinois in the Final Four. And, and, and I have paused on Illinois. Even though I have Illinois in my national title game, they just kind of seem like a team was happy to be there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, like an, it, it, someone hasn't been that good in a long time. They're finally kind of bad. We've got better things to come in the future. It's nice to be here. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. lose in the streets at scene. Michigan is more of a built program than that. So, I, I like, see Michigan in the Final Four. I just, like, watching them right now, they just don't look like a Final Four team. I, I'm not confident in any Big Ten teammate in the Final Four, to be honest. Are you? Really? I, I'm confident in Illinois. Very. I'm That's my you. champion. That's my champion. I love Cobra and I love Dasumu. They're playing right now. By yes, the way. they uh Loyola Chicago has an early lead nine to four. Oh boy. Fifteen twenty eight left to go in the first. Come on, half. Brad. Wow, that, out, was, Brad. that was pretty cold by us. Just right now, just talk about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. how in Illinois we are. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I like Illinois and I like all their pieces. It's just I j- someone in my mind is just like I feel like they're not gonna make the final four. I don't know. I just feel that. Okay. Buy or sell at least one Spartan transfers. Basketball we're Buy. talking about. Bye. And who do you think it will be? Kithier. Kithier? Are could you worried you s- about Hall at all? Are you worried about I was going to say, could you see Malik Hall or Julius Moore? I would cry if Malik Hall transferred. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I like own so much Malik Hall stock, it would just kill me. Yeah, your Malik Hall stock is well, like my Malik, Marvin Jones stock. Yeah, well, Malik Hall, <laughs> my Malik Hall stock is like, kind of like when Marvin Clark transferred. If yeah. You, like, he was kind of forgotten that one year. Didn't really, He got hurt, and then he, they didn't really find him minutes his whole sophomore year, so he transferred. I don't think that was really the case this year. Like, Malik Hall played a lot. Like, there was, like, three or four games where he kind of got the short end of the stick with minutes. But, like, I, I think he's always kind of been a big part of the future with Izzo. So, I don't think Malik Hall transfers. I think it's Kithier. I could see not not Marble. Um, I could see Hauser. I think that's one person you could look out for. Hauser maybe want to, like, grad transfer again. Like, I could see him moving on. Okay. Mm. Interesting. And maybe, and, maybe Interesting. Ro- and maybe Rocket. I think Rocket. That's so, what that's what I was gonna bring up, just like a sleeper, maybe yeah, rocket. That is might kind of a sleeper, kind of over it. I, I th- yeah. there's gonna be roster turnover, and I, I just I, maybe Gabe Brown. I don't know. Know what I mean? It could, yeah. I could see a lot well, of different. Things. I think Gabe Brown's here to stay. I think so too. I think you're dead on with Kithier. If, I just if, I, I think Kithier at this point is like I'm probably not gonna play that much next year. Yeah, and he I might as well. That. I might as well go to a, like a higher mid major team. Like, know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. Buy or sell. The Los Angeles Lakers avoid the play-in tournaments. So they remain in the top six with LeBron and AD both now out indefinitely. How how bad was that? The LeBron injury did not look good at all. No. What did uh, they, they say? Right now, the, a minimum of two weeks, probably a max of six. It's going to be about three to four weeks well, is, the, is the guess. So they are... It's out for a month. They're in first place though, right? No. Right now, let me let me take a look. I haven't they were, watched NBA, to be honest, in like about three weeks. Well, I haven't either. This is kind of the hot spot where you only watch March Madness. Yeah. The Los Angeles Lakers currently are third in the West. They're 28 and 14. They're two and a half games back from first. Sixth place is the Portland Trailblazers. They are five games back. So the Lakers are, what is that, two and a half games away from the plan. So do you think they do you think they stay in the top six or do you no. think they fall out? They'll probably fall out. And then it's well, going to be I, interesting to because I don't I don't know how close Anthony Davis is to coming back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. When does he come back? Uh, he was supposed to come back shortly after the All Star break, which I guess would still qualify as any day now. So 
if they get AD like back, he's gonna be out a while. Now. It, it does. They're playing. They're playing it safe. The problem is now with LeBron out, they might rush him back, and yeah. I don't like that for their their chances in the long run. I don't yeah, know. There's don't cause know. for concern now when you're the Lakers. You know, well, all, if LeBron is healthy, there's never a reason for concern. Like no. AD getting hurt, it's like okay, just get him back healthy. LeBron getting hurt is like this team is gonna struggle well, because. The West is murderer's row as it is, and say they end up getting screwed and have to, you know, they get like a seven seed in the playoffs. They got to play a good Phoenix Suns team or a good Utah Jazz team in the first round. Yeah, that's like that's, tough. that's tough. Yeah, I. But you'll be at full strength though. You'll yeah, have both I, I would pick them to win. It's right. just it's the fact that you know they don't get that easier like Mavericks or Warriors yeah. series to start the playoffs. Should be interesting. It actually, should be interesting because this Lakers team is kind of built around say we have two of the three. Two of probably like the five best players in the world. Yep. And that's how they won a title last year. Yep. Like that's just, I mean, they had nice surrounding pieces. Rondo really stepped up nicely in that finals. Um, Avery Bradley was good for them all year last year, but he wasn't a part of that championship team. KCP turned it to a different level, but like none of White those. Howard. Yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like KCP is not going to be like, okay, now it's your time, KCP. Right. Now it's your time, Kuzma. Like this is a bad team now. I think the one guy that you have to look at is Dennis Schroeder. Yes. And I'm not I'm not saying he's some world beater, but I think he is good enough to where if he's leading your team, you're going to beat the mediocre bad teams. And you're going to lose to all the good teams. Like they, they just don't, they flat out well, are you're not. Gonna need, you're going to need Harold to have a huge like couple weeks and you're going to need Schroeder to have a couple weeks that, where he's just like, oh, he's Dennis Schroeder in Atlanta and he'll like right. go 500. Yes, exactly. That's that's my thing. You got to keep your head above water because this team without LeBron and AD is not a playoff team. No, it is so, not. That's just something to keep an eye on. It, um, like, it, it, say, like Kawhi and PG go down. Like, I actually, like, for some reason, have weird faith that, like, actually, no, Clippers are kind of like that too. I'm trying to find a team where it's like their best player, best two players go down, but they're somehow able to like manage the ship. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, they're just fine. Celtics, maybe. I don't know. They're deep enough. Not this year, I guess. Yeah, no. I don't know. Gosh, they've been weird. Anyways, let's 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 move on. There's your NBA talk for the day. Um, buy or sell at least one of these coaches parts ways. With their team next season, Collins, I got a list for you. Okay, Shaka Smart, Bill Self, Fran McCaffrey, Matt Painter, Tony Bennett, and Leonard Hamilton. No one. At least one of them parts ways. You don't. Are think you just, any- you're basically just asking me shopper because all those other guys are fine. Well, no, I I, I think you know if I don't, I just don't know. Like how how long? And this might be a ridiculous question. How long is Bill Self going to be at Kansas? Forever. Until he wants to leave. How long is Tony Bennett going to be at Virginia? Forever until he wants well, to leave. Well, he won a title not that long ago, so I guess that's kind of different. But, like, dude, Matt Painter. Matt Painter, the thing about Painter is... This it, was a bad look for him. No, it was. I'm not saying it's not. But yeah. it, Painter, he, they kill Indiana. That matters. If, like, it, like, say, like, Izzo had a couple rough years, but, like, they beat Michigan ten times in a row. And, like, they're still good in the regular season, but they're struggling in the postseason. I don't think there would be people, like, calling for his head. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's problems at Purdue, no problem, and no question, and there's problems with Painter's coaching, but I I don't think you move on from a guy with Painter who, if he give you, you could give Painter anything, he'll do him in the tournament. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's a good coach. But I think, as Purdue, are they not allowed to expect more? They should, but they had they've never been there. That's true. They've never he's That's t- true. Yeah. They've never really been there, so the expectation technically like the precedent is not there. No, it's not. So That's know. fair. But he, Leonard I Hamilton, think, you know, you don't think if they flame out this I year think, he might hang him up or what? No, they just signed an extension, I believe. I I 
Hamilton is perfect for Florida State. They, they're very like under the radar. He gets his guys. You know what I mean? But, yeah. So I, 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 I'm. So what about Shaka? I think Shaka next year, if they're not good, he could be in trouble. So you give him another year, essentially. Well, no, they're not going to fire him because they had a really. It was a really he. They coached him up pretty well. They had a really nice year this year. They're going to lose Greg Brown to the draft. They're going to lose three really good point guards unless they come back and, and have another year because all this COVID stuff. Um, Sims is a senior, right? I don't know what Jericho Sims is, but he probably will leave, I'm assuming. He's a really athletic big. He might be a senior, Hank. I, I, I couldn't tell you that off the top of my head. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just – Texas is one of those places if you don't, like – when when super bid, you could see that with Rick Barnes with who had his team in the tournament consistently every year and they were pretty solid and they produced NBA players and they were like, Hey, bye. And and that's fair because Rick Barnes is if you watch him, he's not the best in game coach at all. Like he'll get talent there. He'll surround his team with talent, NBA players everywhere, but like they just can't get it done. Yeah, it the run with Admiral Schofield was a little bit of an anomaly. And even then that no, wasn't they, they, that they, wasn't they went to the sweet sixteen. I was gonna say that yeah. wasn't even like anything yeah. They lose impressive. to Loyola Chicago. They lose to Oregon State. Yeah, Oregon State. Who shouldn't have you. even been in the tournament. I mean, they, yeah. they were an automatic bid. Yeah. All right, let me throw one more at you before we kind of ease into our picks for the tourney. Buy or sell, a one seed loses in the th- round of 32. Well, Indiana, I mean, uh, Illinois, Illinois is down eight points right now. Really? At the 11-minute mark of the first half. So That's not good. Um, <laughs> That's not good at all for me. Oh, man. The 8-9 matchups, like, I, I really, like, there's very few times where you really see it happen where it's like, okay, the one seed will like eventually figure it out and they'll get into Sweet 16. Um, I don't know. I, I think Wisconsin's going to be a problem. And, I, I mean, Loyola Chicago is obviously already a problem for Illinois today. But, I mean, a lot of things could happen. It's been a weird tournament, especially with COVID. It makes it even weirder. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be strange. Well, Michigan we, LSU, we talked about that. I, that that I mean, one's tomorrow, good one. but. Well, if I was Michigan, I would be mad that they have to play LSU in the second round. That's stu- like, I, LSU is just not an eight seed. Yeah. Yeah. This is where point. it gets difficult. You, know? you have to, this is where it gets so difficult because <clears throat> you have to walk the line between which teams deserve to play a two seed instead of the one seed. Like, which teams are you going to yeah. reward? Yeah. And LSU didn't quite get there, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I know we're going to get into the butting corner later on, but that that Wisconsin-Baylor matchup, you know, that that's one where I could definitely see Baylor going down. Wisconsin right now are six-point dogs. That might be some smart money. I'm not going to tell anyone to do it because then I'm a dead man walking if it doesn't happen. I'm trying to get back to even on the weekend, and that one's looking kind of nice. Isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean... <sighs> I got one more buy or sell for you guys. Um, buy or sell two teams from the Big 12 in the Final Four. Oh... See, I don't believe in Kansas enough to get there. So who are you thinking? Like Baylor and maybe Texas Tech? Texas Tech. Wait, are they in the same region? They are in the same region. Texas maybe. Tech and, what? I mean, Texas Tech Oak and Baylor State? Are in the sa- I mean, okay. what? Yeah, we haven't talked about Oklahoma State. That's been a really trendy pick. Um, I, I have them there. I'm not going to lie I think it's you. trendy for a reason. I think, I think it's Cade Cunningham and well, just one of those guys they're, that they're, just, just wills them there, you know? Yeah, but they're good without Cunningham. They are. He didn't play exceptionally well yesterday. And it's Liberty. That was a weird matchup. I think that was two days ago. Two but. days ago. Yeah, it was Friday. But, like, I, I like their guards around him. I love Likely. Like, they got some players that I, I, I like on Oklahoma State, but, like... I'm I'm going to sell, but I could see it happening. I mean, like, sell. West Virginia, maybe, too? 
I, I, I think I, I, ha- I have I them in my final four. I actually don't hate that, Hank. I could see Western. But like half these people are in the same like brackets. I'm trying to think of it right now. Just Texas Tech and Baylor in the same bracket. I You can assume maybe probably one's going to get there from... And Oak State's in, in that bracket, too. No, Oak no, State's in... in Exos with West Virginia, sorry. Yeah, so maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Oklahoma State got screwed with their bracket, by the way. They should have been a three seed, like obviously. That was ridiculous. That yeah. West Virginia got the three seed over them. I will tell you, I do have two teams from the Big Twelve in my final four. Is who that are they? Texas Tech, Texas Tech, and, who Tech else? and Oak State. Okay. How about I I got a better question. Is it more likely that two SEC teams throw the final four or two Big Twelve teams throw the final four? Big twelve. Well big, you're big saying Alabama is... and, and LSU, right? I'm or, saying Alabama and Arkansas. Or Arkansas. I think Big Twelve is more likely. Okay. But I don't think either will happen. Okay. Really? Do you think any conference gets two teams in the Final Four? I honestly don't I think, think so. I think the Big Ten is the most likely. I don't think so. I just, on paper, dude, on paper, it's Illinois, Michigan, and Iowa all in different regions. Like, they could easily do that. Dude, if Illinois loses to Loyola Chicago, I don't know how you are, like, an Illinois fan that lives in Chicago. That would be, like, the worst thing ever. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, would, be, that would be terrible. That would be awful. Like, there's, like, Sister Jean just, like, running in the streets, just like, yeah, screw Illinois. Sheesh, man. <laughs> like, they, that, that would just be hard. That would, I'm trying to, like, compare it. Like, if Michigan State lost to, like, OU in the round of, like, 32. Yeah, yeah, I don't Or, even... like, maybe, like, UD. Yikes. That would be, that would stink, dude. They are in trouble. Because, you know what I mean? Like, that's a national story, but it's also, like, a local story that they're just going to keep pumping out in, like, the Chicago Suns times, and you're just like, I'm not looking at the newspaper or local news because this is ruining my day. Loyola right now is shooting 58% as we speak. Yeah, Illinois, Illinois is shooting 31. Okay. So I think they'll figure it out. Hopefully that ages well because that is my champion. I hope. And it would it would actually probably screw a lot of people. I think a lot of people I think a Illinois lot of people have Illinois it's in the final Illinois four. Gonzaga. At least final four. Yeah, yeah. Illinois Gonzaga are the most popular picks in the bracket right now. Um, do you have another buy or sell or are we... That's, that's it for me. We can close the book on that. We can close do some. We can do some picks now. We can do some gambling corner. Um, right now I actually took the over in the Loyola Chicago Illinois game over one thirty three. I believe it is not on pace. I'll tell you that because no. it, Illinois cannot score. Well, right you just now. need Illinois to figure it out. Well, Loyola Chicago, yeah, yeah, whatever. I took that. Um, looking at the board right now, Wisconsin Baylor. Right now, Baylor's six point favorites. It depends what book you got it on. Um. Texas Tech two point favorites over Arkansas. Yeah, I don't get that. That's very weird. I think th- there's a lot of trust in Chris Bre- Beard. There just is. When you look at that yeah. minus two, you're like, okay, this guy went to the national title name and was a horrible defensive play by Culliver from probably going. You know what I mean? Like him not had like they, they, he doesn't overhelp. They probably don't. DeAndre Hunter doesn't hit that three. Whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about that. But I. I think people in Vegas especially have a lot of trust in Chris Beard. And Texas Tech plays a style and that has guards that can handle Arkansas's pressure. How about this one? Florida, nine-point favorites over Oral Roberts. I'm hammering that. Oral Roberts plus nine? or No, or, Florida. 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 I kind of like nine. Oral Roberts plus nine. I, like the, I liked Florida in, against Virginia Tech. Virginia, that was another game. Virginia Tech was favored, I believe. Two-point favorites. Well, by the way, that was... I don't know what Florida was doing down the stretch there. Yeah, you foul. You, foul, de- you foul definitely foul. Every time. I Clark Kellogg, get- shout out. He's like, when it's under five seconds and you're up three, you always foul. So much has to go wrong for you to lose at that point. Well, the thing about it, it was also like, I don't know what they were doing. Like, he gave him an open look. They didn't even contest it, basically. Yeah. 
It was unbelievable. Um, I actually like Oral Roberts plus nine. I don't know if I have like stats or numbers, but I always feel like when a 15 or a 16 or something wins, they kind of in the first half have like this like care three attitude, and you're like, oh, they're up 10. They're going to they're, they're go to Sweet 16. They never really do. They end up yeah. losing. But it's a tighter game than people remember. Know what I mean? Like, Here's one for you guys. Rutgers, Houston, Rutgers, seven and a half point dogs. Yeah, I, I don't. I was going to ask you about that one, Collins, because you're I picking Rutgers straight dude. up. Rutgers, Rutgers money line, yeah, yeah, even. I love Rutgers. I, I, I truly believe Rutgers is like better. Not better. I'm not going to say better than Houston. I just, I really, Rutgers is a team that's made for March. Really good defensively, and if they get hot, watch out. Like literally, you're not going to beat them. Because they just they are so good defensively, and they have guards like Geo Baker, Jacob Young, they got Ron Harper Jr., you got Miles Johnson, you got like you got Mulcahy, you got a, a, a plethora of guys who can get it done. So they're a dangerous team. I really like Rutgers to win today. Really, like I like it. Rutgers to cover because I think it'll be a physical game. Looking at the way that both these teams play, you know, Houston's just kind of a rough and tough squad. I don't know that much about them. I just know that the American wasn't great this season. You know, Cincinnati wasn't where it typically is. Memphis wasn't where it typically is. And Houston just kind of was the the better of, yeah. you know, all those evils. I like Houston, though, to win. I don't – seven and a half is very interesting. It's a lot of points. I haven't – and to be fair, I haven't watched a ton of Houston this year. And you know what, Collins? Like, your, your argument for Rutgers is intriguing because it's kind of in a macro, like, big picture. Yeah. Like, you just trust Rutgers as a program and this I've team. I've watched a lot of Rutgers basketball. They're just tough. Well, I just think that spread is so big, you know. That I mean, Vegas might know something there. I don't know. Um, late night game: Oregon State, Oklahoma State minus six. Um, don't touch that. I don't think. I mean, or if you watch that Oregon State Tennessee game, Tennessee was like Oregon State just lit it up from three, and Tennessee I think went like two for twenty. Like you're not going to win any game right. going two for twenty from three. It's kind of like the Georgetown Colorado game yesterday, but. Uh, I actually like Oklahoma State in that game. I don't think Oregon State's that good. With the points? Yeah. And then minus six is not that much. Another game that's minus six right now is that Nova-North Texas game, which I... Nova, right? I don't know. Really? <laughs> I just... To I, cover or to win? I don't know. Dude, I if, if, I if Purdue would have taken care of business... I don't really like trust Nova. To be honest, I don't know why. Well, and that might just be like that. Like, and they've won two national titles in the last what seven years or something like that. Since but. Yeah, but their their conference team yeah. in their conference tournament, you know, I didn't look. It was not a good. No, look. it's just a biggie sucks. They, it was horrible this year. Like it just was. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's a lot of things on the board that I kind of like with the later games, but <sighs> Syracuse Westfall. That's just a good game. Minus three and a half. Well, let's. Let, do you have confidence in like Westfall? Like, I do. I do. I do. I hate the zone, dude. I know. I Everyone does because it's bet on that annoying game, and it's so old school and not modern and it's frustrating to watch. Yeah, it's... Uh, but, dude, I, I like I told Hank earlier, I just... I, I, it's intriguing. And, you know, Syracuse, because they've made a run as an 11 seed in recent it's years. So that's the thing, though. Why, I don't know if I want to bet on that because just you, you never know how no, you don't. West Virginia's going to respond to that. We were talking about how San Diego State was, you know, a worse draw than 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 BYU. And, like, they're yeah. better than BYU. And then they just got their ass kicked by yeah. Syracuse because of the yeah. zone. Just fell apart. So I don't buy that. BYU stinks. Yeah, uh, they, they were way uh, overseeded. Way overseeded. Yeah, they were horrible. It like, actually like hurts my heart because Michigan. But UCLA is they're hit. They're hot. They're hitting. their like yeah, it's crazy every time down the floor. I know. 
It still makes me sad. Michigan State should be on the Sweet 16. Well, well they, you know would, what? they would have a good opportunity. <laughs> I didn't update my bracket, so I got UCLA going there, man. Oh, there nice. You go. Yeah, so. That actually works out. But um, uh, we're going to take a quick break after this. We'll do a little bit more Michigan State, maybe more like reflection on the season, kind of lock in what we think is going to happen going forward for this team. But keep it locked in with us here at the Green and White Report. Back here on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Ryan Collins, Trent Bally, Henry Menegos in the producer chair. Uh, we got 20 minutes left. I-, I thought we had put a bow on the Michigan State basketball season the last 20 minutes. Um, uh, it's just, it, 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 And we were kind of chatting about it right before the break. It stinks because you look at UCLA's draw now after they kind of hammered BYU last night. They're probably going to go to Sweet 16. Yep. And... And that's a team that, you know... I mean, if Michigan State would have made it to the Sweet 16, I would have called it, like, this, not a success, but you'd be like, oh, that's where I expected them to be. I'd call year. it a success. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think with all things considered, you know, Collins, you talked about the, the COVID break and how much that actually affected the team. You know, no excuses, but that that was an excuse. I mean, look, yeah, look, let's just no. call it what it is. Yeah. The, the, you missed 20 days and you're ranked beforehand, and then you come back and you get throttled by two, you know, teams that you... Not Ohio State, but Rutgers probably should have been able to hang with. Yeah, and, and then your season just kind of takes a turn for the worse. Now you know we we we've already mentioned Aaron Henry had other plans, but yeah, I, yeah. I the, the Spartans would be. I don't think there's an an argument. If the Spartans beat UCLA, they would be heading to the Sweet Sixteen. Probably. I don't know. It sucks, but let's. I I, I kind of want to do a little reflection on kind of like Josh Langford as Michigan State Spartan. Yeah. I think he has, he doesn't come back, right? Because he no, technically not, could. No, he, he technically it, could, but he said he's, he's, oh, he's okay. done. He's done. Um, it was really cool this year to see him get an opportunity to play, and him hit being hit that shot against Michigan was awesome. Yep, being him, like just being him, not Cassius, not Bridges, not like not Jaren, like he always kind of was the forgotten guy in that class. Yeah, because Nick Ward was really effective early, and he, I mean, he played a bigger role the last. Just he, I mean, Langford got hurt after a sophomore year, so you yeah. know what I mean. He was always kind of that forgetting guy, just to say, "Oh, Cash is the point guard, Bridges is the superstar, and Ward is the guy who got it going early when Miles Bucket Bridges, her. yeah, when he was injured early, and then he gets injured after what was it the Northern Illinois game, and is basically done for two years after yeah, that. Yep. And, and the one thing I wanted to say is that people forget how good Josh Langford was before he got injured. His junior, He's the best year. defender on the team. He was the best player on the team as a junior before he got injured. Yeah, he I was. guess. I mean, Cassius. Was. It, I think Cassius was, but no, no, no. Like, yeah, Cassius was on a, like a different universe after the injury. I'm just saying, at that point of the season, if you remember that Louisville game that they lost, he was incredible. Yep. The Texas team in Vegas where he could not miss. Like you just saw it. And he's a better all around player. Yeah, and a de- from the defensive side, he just. Should sit down right. and just was awesome. So. And for those who don't remember either, like X hadn't had his coming out party yet because yeah. Nick Ward hadn't gotten hurt. Like all that stuff hadn't happened yet. Yeah. So, so I, I like, I, I'm just very happy for Josh Langford that he got to have this year because I thought he, especially I think the last like six and seven games, you kind of saw who he was before the injury. And, and, and it was kind of nice. He also was like Dennis Rodman. He was like just a great rebounder for some reason. 
16 boards in a game this season. Yeah, what was that? What game was that? The Illinois game? Yeah, the had, Illinois game. I think he had like 10 rebounds at half. That's yep. bizarre. Double-double at half. That's oh, bizarre. No. I think he only had like 7 points, but yeah, like 11 rebounds at half. Yeah, but like, how how will we remember that class? Like, I, it, I, it just hashes. Cassius will be the one remembered most, which is absurd no, no, because... Uh, no, yeah, I know, but like... Miles Bridges did his thing. But how do you remember that? Like, I, It's always weird trying to th- say, how do I remember Miles Bridges? Because as a fr- as a freshman here, he was incredible. As a sophomore, they were they yeah. were underwhelming. No, unfortunately, my mind goes to the loss to Kansas and the loss to Syracuse. It just does like the two tournament runs they made, and one was disappointing, and one was, you know, they at least gave they gave Kansas a fight. I mean, they yeah. were they were not supposed to win that game whatsoever. Josh Jackson and Kansas were on a different level. But like the whole thing was like this is the class. Yeah, and, and it's kind of funny to look back at it now that it's over. Did they underachieve? Did they, they overachieve? Well, they did, they did in terms of their, you know. Like, did you really, I, like. You thought Nick Ward was going to be a four-year player, and you didn't really think that him yes. and Izzo were going to come to blows like that. That's, I, I don't, that one will always be a head-stretcher, because I think Nick Ward, first of all, if they would have had Nick Ward last year, Michigan State would, maybe wouldn't have lost it. Like, yeah, it, because. Him and he, Tillman. Yeah, because people like got they're like they're better with Tillman. But I was like, it was also a nice little thing that you could just put Nick Ward in there and say, "Hey, man, go get two. Go get us a bucket." Yeah, like he like it was nice to do that. And I think Tillman is versatile enough that they try to play together. But that was weird. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. I think you're, they, they'll always be remembered. I'm like, oh, maybe one of the probably the Michigan State's best recruiting class ever because the production they just had was just awesome. Yep. I mean, Miles. I would say what you want about Miles Bridges in his two years. He was awesome. They should have been better his senior year. I mean, they were really – I think they lost like five or six teams. They're really dominant. They had an easy Big Ten schedule. But, like, it's Cassius Winston. It's it's just really that's, that's, it's really funny how that kind of worked out. Yeah, he's the guy. The, it's ca- the, it, it's going to be Cassius's class, not Miles Bridges' right. class. It is funny. And, and that's not how it was remembered then. And not right now. I think right now it's remembered it's like, oh – it's my miles. It was all of them, but now you're like in, in five years you're gonna be like that was Tashis's class. It's it's, it's weird. I don't it's know. also I think it would be a little different if Miles Bridges was a little better in the NBA. Well, he's because not he bad. was he's pretty solid in the NBA. Yeah, but he I think he's already hit a ceiling, which is really kind of weird and unfortunate. The same thing with like Josh Jackson. Like, well, I I think Bridges is now playing the lead for like eight years. Well, I do too, but he's what three years in now, and what's his career high for points? Like, well, he's not. And I could have, I mean, he relies on his athleticism a lot. Him and LaMelo are a good fit together because if you want to play small ball four, I think he's a very good small ball four. And if, if that was the problem when Jaron Jackson came, they had nowhere to put Bridges except on the perimeter. And I know he wanted to play more guard to get ready for the NBA his second year when he decided to come back. But, like, it just it wasn't a fit for what Michigan State does offensively. But right. it's just, I, I don't know. I just I, I thought it was kind of weird to look back at that and just be like, Wow, yeah, Josh. Cassius was the guy who led you to the Final Four and, and, and was the yeah. more, most iconic out of all four and, of them. And, and so now you're like Josh Langford and Nick Ward were just kind of there. Where does Cassius rank in terms of Izzo players? What do you mean? Like, yeah, Mateen is one, right? For Izzo players? Yeah. I, I mean, he always talks about Mateen. I, Mateen I, has to be one. National yeah. title, yes. four-year player. Yes. I think I would I would argue Denzel could be two. One player of the year. Yes, you... Uh, but like Cassius could be there too because Cassius went like led you to a Final Four. Denzel yes. went, but he was the third best player on the team, second or third. Yes, behind Dawson and was, Trice. Yes. Um. 
I don't know. That's an interesting question. So, like, where does Cassius rank? I think he's, I think it's... The highest I think you could put him is two. I don't think you could even argue him over Mateen, and that's no disrespect. No, yeah. But then the lowest you could put him, like, it would be asinine to put him out of the top five. So you go Mateen. I think he was better than Denzel Valentine. I think so, too. I think he was better than Draymond Green. I, I think, think so, he, too. And he was better than Keelan Lucas. So, yeah, I, I would put him as the second best. Because I, I, it, it's weird how people look back at it now. That It's just like, oh, yeah, that team, that Michigan State team, they, they were good. They should have won that national title game. Yeah. It was gravy for that team to make the Final Four after all the stuff they went through during the year. Yep. Like, once Langford went down, you're like, okay, this team's going to struggle a little bit. And then you're like, wow, Nick Ward's really, he's different this year. Mm-hmm. He's playing really well. Gets injured. You're like, oh, here we go again. And then Tillman's like, who is this guy? Like, he, they've created a monster yep. defensively. And then you and, lose Aarons, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but, like, people forget, like, Cassius Winston had to play 38 minutes. Like, yeah. at, always. Had to. Had to. And, and if you look at Denzel's team, he might have played like 36 minutes or 35 minutes. He didn't have to. No. Like, they could go in stretches where they didn't have to play with Denzel and they would be just fine. Like, Cat, when Cassius Winston was not on the floor, it was nerve wracking. Yeah. Because you're like, Foster is not ready to play right now. It was clear as a freshman, he just was not prepared. And if Tillman got in foul trouble, you had to put Thomas Kithier, who was another guy who actually had a nice little freshman year, but like, where do you put like yeah it's a mismatch you know mm-hmm. it, it, it's i think people forget how like little depth that Michigan State team that went to Minneapolis 2 years ago had so and, and Cassius gets all the credit like he was the engine and yep. Matt McQuaid is another big reason they went there obviously but like i i mean i think Cassius is the second best Izzo player i truly believe that i would agree with you i think Valentine has a case but i think they really actually kind of had the same production. They did. It's just that Valentine didn't – his senior year I was do, a flame-out. Well, yeah. Well, that that was a really fluky game, to be honest. It was, but it was still the worst loss in MSU basketball history. Oh, for sure, because I really think that team could have – Won it. Yeah. They were supposed to be one seed. They shouldn't have even been playing Middle Tennessee State. It, 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 was, a, it was a perfect Izzo team because everyone had their role. And people forget, Deontay Davis was awesome that year. Yeah. Um, they, I, I don't know. They just, it seemed like that it was like this. Brent is a, Forbes. No, yeah. It wasn't like the most talented Michigan State team. You're like, but this is a team that like factually is like everyone knows their role and they play it perfectly. And then Kenny Goinstown goes out and stuff happened. I mean, Reggie Upshaw, Giddy Potts, his own. That was awful. Giddy Potts. That was so awful. And yeah. the fact it was the first day, I think it was, I think it was the Friday of the tournament. It was the Friday. It was the first game, and I was like, I, I don't even want to watch anymore. Going to school on that Monday was tough. Yeah, it was not. Because I was always that kid who was, like, wearing the jersey on game day, even throughout the season. Yeah. Like, like you know, MSU's got Iowa tonight at 9.15. Lock in. I'm wearing my Brandon Dawson jersey. It was it was fun. So then I got to go the next day and just, like, bear all the crap from everyone. Because I grew up with a lot, of M- yeah. a lot of MSU fans, but a lot of Michigan fans. Probably more Michigan fans than MSU. Well, there's a lot in the state of Michigan, but um, so yeah, that's interesting. I, I'm actually kind of happy you touched on that, like just from a legacy ass point. Uh, at well, I don't even know what I just said there. <laughs> aspect, a legacy aspect. There you go. There you go. Um, Freudian uh, slip. Does that qualify? I assume so. Um, when you look at Izzo, 23 in a row, people are starting. They're not criticizing him. They're not saying to hang it up, but like he's an older dude. Yeah, and I and I really I've always been a believer that until he gets a second national title, he's in continue to coach. Yep, like I, I just 
and, and it, 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 medically, like God willing, he's healthy. He'll coach until he has another opportunity to get a second one. I just, I, I just think that's how he operates, and he he understands the weight of getting a second national title than just one. He understands that. I really do. But um, it was kind of weird with Purdue and, and that Penn State and Minnesota and jobs are opening. You, you see Dwayne Stevens. You'll see a Dane Fife's name pop up. Maybe like even at Indiana, people are like, we're thinking about giving Dane Fife an interview, which I, I would think would be a stretch for a guy who's only coached at yeah. IP. You know what I mean? Like that would be that would be a really bit of a stretch. I would not give Dane Fife the Indiana job. But um, who do you think is actually going to be the successor? Because I've had this argument with my like sibling. So Thomas O? Yes. Because I, I, they're keeping it in house. I, I, I think I, it'll be Fife. I do, unless, unless like you, you said, co- you've covered the team. So I, I, Dwayne Stevens seems to have the most responsibilities out of the, all the assistants. But um, for some reason, I've always just felt like Dwayne Stevens is not going anywhere. But I guess he does kind of want a head coaching job. I yeah, always thought la- that yeah. he was just going to stick with his own, write no, it no, out. No. And last year, he wanted the Western job, which it, that's when it started to get interesting. And you saw Fife. I think he interviewed for the Duquesne job maybe two or three years ago, which is not a bad job, a 10 job. Um, I'm just interested because I, Garland's uh, a little bit older and he probably wouldn't want to take it from Izzo anyway. You know what I mean? That's just right. short-term solution. I, so I do think it's between Stevens and Fife. I, it's just interesting. If I'm an MSU fan, which I am, I want Fife. Yeah, I... I Younger I, guy. I think... I, I mean, Stevens isn't that old either. I think he played with Steve Smith. So he's a younger... Not He's not... Young, young, but I know you're saying Fife's a lot younger. Um, I don't know. That's just interesting. I, I think about that often. But I think he's always got another five or six years. But he's Dwayne old... Stevens would be awesome, by the way, though. I love Let's Dwayne just get Stevens. that out of the way. That would be electric if we had Dwayne. Dwayne Stevens as your head coach would be like, and this is not an insult, like it would be the equivalent of like Dan Campbell as this your head it. coach. Just a, just a hila- guy. hilarious energy. energy guy who gives you great press conferences. He's he doesn't funny. beat around the bush. Very emotional. That'd be fun. Yeah, he's a funny guy. But um, yeah, I don't know. It sucks. Michigan State lost to UCLA. Yeah, it does. I hate this. I, well, I'm and glad the that we can. Is so much worse when your team is not like in the mix. Yeah. Well, can I go back to what I opened the show with though? Yeah. I was a little relieved, and and it's a little different this year because this team wasn't going to win anything. It's kind of like how I felt Miles yeah, Bridges freshman year. They weren't going to win. A, yeah. So it it it's almost like when they lost that first four matchup. And I was like, I'm not going to be sitting on pins and needles all day Saturday waiting for 9.40 p.m. against BYU. Not yeah. to mention I have to cover the game virtually, which I am so over, and I'm sure all the media are over it. You just have to sit at your laptop the whole time and like do the press conference on Zoom. It's not the same. It's not fun. It's dumb. So let everyone just wear a mask, get vaccinated, and we'll be fine next season. But nonetheless, what I was going to say was it, was it it adds a little bit of a different flavor this year when your team isn't in it. And, and granted, you know, Michigan State, they they technically made it. They kept the streak alive, but they lost in the first four. Okay, so what? Yeah. You get the full two days of just, now, I don't want to say stress-free because you're stressed. You got no, your bracket and stuff, it. but I it, it. it's different. I, I can I can be a little more loose. I can have more fun. I can sort of. Yeah, but it's like. It, it, there's a the, price to pay. With the bracket, especially the first four days, it's just like it's always nonstop. But like. You're you at the end of it, like usually on that Sunday night, you're like, Oh, my team's not in the Sweet 16. That's where it really, like, oh, yep. And Michigan State's usually a team contending for Sweet 16 or they're there perennially, yep. yeah, every single year. Yeah, they're usually that's a spot that they usually find themselves in. So, even when you know that Denzel Brandon Dawson Travis Trice team is a seven seed, you're like, Okay, they can be Virginia in the second round, sure, yeah. and they do. I don't know. 
I am, it sucks. I don't know. I'm very interested to see though, like how this Michigan team is perceived if they're able to get to the final four and what it does to Juwan Howard and like what they do. Because that's what Michigan's rolling. They got a number one recruiting class coming in. Juwan Howard, I, I would imagine, would be number one on a lot of NBA teams like coaching things. Yeah, I think he I think he, I don't think he will go like he I, I, I don't think he would leave Michigan this early, especially that his son goes there and he's coaching his son. Dude, Loyola I, I, Chicago is shooting the lights out. What's the Illinois is gonna lose. They're down four, 14. Yeah, they're down fourteen with a minute left in the first half. Uh, wow, the Illinois—they're going down, right? Like the, uh, this is this is unreal. Why? The, why is this painful to me too? Like this—I don't know, dude. I think they're a likable team, and everyone is rooting for them. Okay, Kofi Coburn just had an and one dunk that might fire the boys up. Okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, not giving play by play. I don't even think that's no, legal. But, like I, I don't know. I did, yeah, <laughs> I think I, I'm, I think I'm violating the FCC right yeah, now. But like. It's, it would just be weird. I don't know. Like, uh, it's going to be a weird couple of years in this Michigan State Michigan rivalry, and especially in the Big Ten. Like, because next year's going to be a big time transition because I was move. I was going to lose everything. Illinois is going to lose almost everything. Even though Illinois will have Tarbello, who I think is going to be a problem. He's a dog in this conference for the next three years. Um, Wisconsin loses everything. Like, know what I mean? Like, yeah. the Big Ten is not to be on paper not that good. It's that Michigan's got a lot coming in. And, and, and Michigan State's always that guy's You know what I mean? It's Iowa's like, losing a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. They're all losing everything. The Big Ten will be interesting next year. It's always competitive, though. It's always defensive. It's always hard-nosed for your look, players. Yeah, like Purdue, if you, like on paper, Purdue's probably going to be the preseason team to win it. If you really think about it. You don't think it'll be Michigan? The thing about Michigan, Michigan's going to lose Wagner. They lose Livers. Dickinson's right, but they are pro. bringing in that recruiting class. Yeah, but I, do you think Dickinson's really going pro? I think so. I've heard that he's not. Like that's what the buzz. The buzz I is do, like he's I, not going to do it. I the one thing with the COVID thing is I do think a lot of one and dones like kind of want to like come back. It's like actually experienced college. Yeah, I know. Like, we're, I know I, we're wrapping down here, but I want to throw another one at you. This could be interesting with a new coach, Minnesota. Yeah. I yeah. Who it might that? take a couple of years. Well, they have some. Well, Car- see, I see they, that. Marcus Carr coming back, right? Yeah, no, Marcus Carr's in a transfer portal. Oh, see, he is? Okay, see, well, that I, changes everything. I see the Minnesota situation as kind of a like Nebraska with Hoiberg. You got to give him at least three years, at least. Do you think? I, yeah. I think Hoiberg's going to leave, by the way, the Iowa State. Uh, did they fill that job yet? Iowa State? I'm not sure. Wait, I, so Carr is for sure leaving? Yeah, yeah, he's in the transfer portal. Oh, I didn't even know that. I'm looking this up because Fre- if Fre- if I'm Fred Hoiberg, I'm going back to Iowa State. Like, I'd be like, sorry, Nebraska, like, this, I... I built this program basically like back up and I go back to Iowa. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I I, I would That'd just, be a cool story too for him. I, I mean, I just I don't know why they wouldn't, but I mean I I Minnesota is an interesting job because Minnesota has like basketball history. Like they, they really do. The Barnes cool, like that's a cool place to play. Well, and that Robbins they, is a good player. Yeah. They also have an awesome I guess they have they have like one of the best athletic facilities like for athletes in the country. Like it's ridiculous how nice it is in Minneapolis. I know it's like not nice like all year round, like weather wise, but like facilities are great there. So whoever takes that job, that's interesting. I'm interested to see that Purdue assistant at Penn State. Like I I, I Penn State's kinda made it like see what you want about Pat Chambers and it took like eight years and a lot of stuff that he did off the court I guess wasn't all right I mean I haven't read into that that's why he was fired obviously yeah. but this next guy like I, I Penn State is a program I think that could be good at basketball I know nobody cares about it at Penn State but like yeah Pittsburgh right there yeah yep 
Philly right there. It's a big football school. You have a ton of money. I'm interested to see that, but I don't know. So who who actually who do you think wins the Big Ten next year? Way way in the future, I know. I but. think Purdue, dude. Like looking at it right now, it's hard. I Purdue brings back everyone basically. I think except Hunter, maybe, and maybe Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, and Sasha kind of disappeared. Yeah, no, he was was surprisingly bad this year. Yeah, I don't know. I got I, Michigan still. It pains me to say it, but you I. You think Dickinson's actually coming back? I think so. He's yeah, twenty years old. Why? What does he have to do? Dude, I don't know. It's that's what I'm saying. It's weird. All the analysts are like. Yeah, this seems, you know, bringing Dickinson back next year, the Wolverines are going to be a problem. And it's like, okay, is he just not even considering going to the NBA? No, I think he is. From a financial financial aspect, I really do think the smart move is for him to go to approach. But, like, from a personal aspect, if I was Dickinson, I'm like, I'm awesome. I'm going to be the big man on campus. And I actually get to experience, like, with fans in the stands. Like, you know what I mean? Like, actually going, right. going out and doing stuff that regular college athletes would do. Like, I would actually want to go back. Yeah. It's Plus, you like, get that, that extra year. I, I, it's like me wanting to come back next year. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, surprise. Collins is coming back. Yeah, I'm getting a fifth year. But I would yeah. love that if you did, I, by I the get, way. Let the record, sh- let the record show. Got to find a way to fail like three or four classes to do that. But hey. I can I, help you out. Yeah, we can do that. But hey, that was a green and white report. Ryan Collins, Trent Bally, Henry Menegos, Graydon behind the glass, of course, again. Uh, we'll see you guys next week at 11 am also subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, spotify we're anywhere you find your podcast we're there under green and white report impact 89 fm we'll see you guys next week You have been listening to The Green and White Report on WDBM. For all your sports news and notes, go to impact89fm.org sports.